You're listening to episode 172 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, click on the Amazon banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without actually giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. Who's the casino? Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Oh, for those of you who have been clamoring. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we start the show, you're Mark. He's got. Well, no, 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 no. We're, we're going to have a conversation. Then we'll actually start the proper show. He's so controlling. Is he like this all the time? <laughs> yes, he, he, he really is. All right, well, this is in one area of his life where he definitively gets to control no, because no, it's he not. can just go back and anything you say he doesn't so like, not. he'll just <laughs> chop right out. It's so not. You have no idea how much control. He, he might say all this shit about, oh, I, you know, I have the higher paying job and I make the money. He has so much control, it's not even funny. <laughs> he is so fucking spoiled. It's ridiculous. All right, for it, my, my intro is been completely ruined. The entire point I was trying to get enhanced is, is that is that my lovely wife is joining us, but also uh, by popular demand, my lovely wife is joining us. Uh-huh. But also by popular demand, Scott is once again our co-host. So you get twofers, people, Hooray. twofers, and I think I'm in for a shitload of trouble because <laughs> we didn't even get through the goddamn intro, and I'm fighting with the two of you. <laughs> Yeah, well, it'll all be good. We have a, a hefty show being we do, post. Because uh, you've been like slacking and haven't done a oh, show in how long? Oh, it's slacking is what Three I'm weeks? doing. Slacking. Slacking. There's a vacation involved, and then there's oh, spending time with you, and yeah, so. And that little monster of a puppy we have. Well, he's hit adolescence, and <sighs> he's hit it hardcore. <laughs> Anybody want a dog? No, um, no, that boy's not going nowhere. Oh, there's some days. All right. There are some All right, so days. we have a hefty show. We do. I'm All sure right. there's plenty, plenty we're going to be able to comment on. So let's just please okay. lead us in. All right, well, let's start with Random Vegas. EDC, or Electric Daisy Carnival 2015 stats, 1,426 medical calls, 219 people ejected, <laughs> 75 arrests, one death oh, geez. in three days, and none of them can be attributed to 360 Vegas Vacation 2. Boom. <laughs> we got the stats from the Las Vegas Sun. One, one death. Who died? How'd they die? I don't know. Uh, you have to believe it's dehydration yeah, it was, or something. It was drug-related. Right, drug-related. Awesome. Exactly. They, um, it was interesting because on, on uh, KNPR, they, they did an interview with one of the doctors who heads up the kind of medical services. And they got a full-on kind of hospital there. And I swear to God, this guy talked for a half hour about EDC 
notorious for drug use. He never once would admit that anyone was under the influence of drugs. His his phrase of choice was altered mental state. <laughs> the guy kept asking, like, so what's the biggest, you know, last time, what were the biggest, what was the biggest cause of the medical problems? Altered mental states. Awesome. He would never say it. Drugs. <laughs> Drugs. They were high. So I love having Scott on the show. It's it's the the, the He's subtle. Got the inside in, part, yes, yeah. it's so awesome. It's so great. <laughs> yeah. I, well, it's not exactly Sherlock Holmes. There, there, there's so much drug use. It's kind of the point of the thing. It, it really is. Secondary. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's that that's obvious. Even to anyone that hasn't attended, you just look at some of the advertisements for it, and you're like, oh, all right. So you want well, to go there get Daisy high. Carnival could easily be called Ecstasy Daisy Carnival. <laughs> I heard that they hired a number of kind of highway patrol folks because they they were very interested in seeing the kind of uh, traffic flow that would be happening so they were citing tickets kind of one after another as people were were, were visibly swerving yeah. either coming or going but from what I've heard, it was literally one after another. So hundreds and hundreds of citations. Hey, it's another revenue generator for there the city. There you go. <laughs> it's, I'm a little concerned about the new tax that they're slapping on on events like this. Um, I, I kind of understand the intention of it, but they're hitting some of these bigger events, and it's going to cost... Uh, I think they said $4 million Jesus. in additional taxes for EDC, so I'm not entirely sure they're going to come back. Hmm. Come on, you have, you have isn't to, that in the whole Rock and Rio area? Isn't that's, that I was had just it? thinking that, like the whole Rock and Rio thing. They're like, so, oh, we're going to bring all kind of major concerts. We're going to tax the fuck out of them. Yeah, why would they come in? Mm. I mean, they lost so much at Rock and Rio, I can't even imagine they'll come back and then if they were going to get hit by another tax. Well, and you and I had that conversation. Like, anytime you have a major concert festival, they don't expect to break a profit until, like, the fourth year. Well, if you're going to fuck them over on From that, like, right off the bat, yeah. why bother? Yeah. And EDC, I mean, that's a moneymaker. Oh, yeah. So why you want to drive that away, I have no idea. The other one they were talking about was that it would affect would be Burning Man. So those oh, are I'm, the two. I'm okay with that. <laughs> that. That one. It can totally affect that one. There's right. no problem with that at all. You don't think quality that's come out of this, the, 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 the flame throwing. Oh, Lord. Okay. That, that, was a, that was a lot for Random Vegas. How about we move on to the Vegas Mate Review of the Week? Hey, we could move on, but does, do people know who I am? Oh, see. I did it. Scott, but no. do see they know who I am, oh. what the context is for my Scott, Scott needs to, to make sure so that people easy. know. That he's, he's the Vital Vegas guy. Oh, thank you. See? They have a website. I love that people visit. Now, I love that now I they share know. things on... What? Now they know. See, I still I still call you Dribble Glass. I'm sorry. I can't help oh, it. It's okay. That's my alter ego. Okay. That's, that's the ego I like. Fine. The Vegas Mate Review of the Week. Please. It's anonymous. 7515 review of Luxor. Gave it four out of five chips. Who's reading it? I'll do it. Right. Scott's reading it. Jump in there. I can do a voice that's perfect for Anonymous. Ready? All right, here it goes. I only stayed here for a night. The space was pretty open, and you can easily walk to other hotels from the inside. I love the theme of this hotel, and the soap bar was a pyramid. The soap bar was a pyramid. Oh, the bar of soap. <laughs> like a pyramid, I guess? That's a keeper. Uh, the room, I wonder if it had mystical powers. The room itself was clean, and I was impressed with the size of the bathtub, which is separate from the shower. Wi-Fi is also good here. 
I do agree that the rooms do need a coffee machine, though. I would stay here again. A coffee machine? What hotel has a coffee machine? You know what's in funny? Vegas? You know what's funny? Um, Brandy and Albert pitched about that. And I'm like, you're they didn't in have Vegas. A coffee machine? Well, yeah, they're in their room. They're like, going, we didn't even have like, a coffee maker. I'm like, duh. They want you to buy coffee at their place. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm forever going to have a soft spot for Luxor. Forever. Soft spot or a hard spot? <laughs> Honestly, though, <laughs> let's place it at Center Strip. Would you have more of an affection for the place? No. No? Really? No. Nope. Just in general? No. Nope. Huh. It's just not my thing. All right. Fair enough. The affection I have for Luxor is now knowing that when people commit suicide, they land on the registration desk. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Did that actually happen? It has. Uh, yes. Yeah. Seriously? Oh, yes. yeah. Well, when, when they jump off of balconies like the Cosmo, they land in the, on the, in on the, the street outside, or parking lot. But, right. but because Luxor is that shape, if you jump off the ledge in front of your room door, yeah. you're going right down into the casino and into the registration area. So <laughs> it's right. a much more difficult cleanup and a little, uh, little more uncomfortable for right. everybody. Yeah, a little, <laughs> little more visible for everybody. Trying, trying to eat at tacos and tequila. I didn't expect this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Check out while you're checking in. <laughs> Let's move on to the Twit Pick of the Week. Manzied. Oh, I haven't heard that in a while. At Melts Vegas got his ass manzied. After a barrage of Twit Pick of the Week candidates, it only took one from at Vegas Fanboy to manzy him and take the Twit Pick of the Week with a photo of Binion's classic, while technically somewhat new, Cursive, light bulb exterior signage with a truly classic, gorgeous neon backdrop. I have no idea why, and I'd love to see the market research on why flashing light bulbs and cascading neon is so appealing, but the fact is, it is. This is a great representation of simplicity at its most effective, and I am thrilled to add it to our collection of the greatest photographic representations of Las Vegas. <laughs> I hate when we agree, but I have to completely agree about this. <laughs> and it's interesting because I didn't know what you were picking as a twit pick of the week, right. but literally yesterday, literally, I was walking by Binion's and I looked up and I don't know where which sign it was, but I think it was on the side of the building. It's relatively small. And I thought to myself, that is a beautiful, simple sign yeah. that makes me excited about playing there. It gives me such great memories. It's such a simple, simple thing. That font, the the, the colors, or something about it, it's just very appealing. It's okay, not, so wait, no, so hold on, so hold on. I see the whole reason why now you like doing the show with Scott because he feeds into this crazy. Like okay, realistic, so, no, 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 no. surreal See, view so of Las you're, Vegas. You're the, this is you're ridiculous. the oddity. You're the oddity no, here. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, no, no. The I, majority I, of the people here, listening to this show are going, you, yes, no, I totally agree with Mark and Scott. I totally agree with them. Oh, my God. It's he amazing. Just, he's feeding your ego. He's That's not feeding it. He and show. I have, have similar wow. points of view. Wow. Oh, this is why I wanted you on the show and simultaneously <laughs> regret why you're on the show. And the, the funny thing was is you had two pictures that you were looking at for the Twit Pick of the Week, and you asked me which one I thought. And I fully supported it. No, no, <laughs> I picked Binion's. Pick, pick Binion, yeah. I did. I totally, I mean, it was better than the other well, one. Well, technically, well, they were both There's something there. There's something about that sign. It doesn't, doesn't, uh, um, well, I, I don't think it's readily understood, but there's something about it. And I, I can't disagree, because when you looked at the other picture, they both actually had... 
you know, flashing bulbs and well, whatever it, in it. I mean, they were both Binion's signage. It's just one specifically said One actually said, said Binion's. Binion's yeah. And it's like, well, why would you pick the other one? Right. But, yeah. So. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I completely disagree with you here. It, it, it's That he's feeding into your ego? You no. Know, I, I think oh, he's totally a man is. that shares. He a, totally it, is. We're a kindred spirit. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> As always, we will link to it on our blog, put it on our Flickr and Pinterest page, feature it on our Facebook and Google Plus pages, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the podcast. So now let's move into the news. Even though my little riffing is better Stop. than any canvas. I have to almost leave it in at this point because it's like I told Karen, I'm like, he can't help himself. Every time we go into a new segment, he can't help but add music to it. Oh, you're just encouraging him. Oh, I Stop love, it. I love him so much. I know. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's go up. First up. starting. I am. Oh, I'm starting. First up, smoke-free Macau. Yep. China, the country that is one of the world's biggest polluter, is banning smoking in Macau casinos. Starting in January, smoking will be totally banned from the casinos in Macau. Analysts predict it will cost operators $3.4 billion in revenue and turn what was expected to be 2.2... What? Jesus Christ. I hope the mic is picking that up. I actually hope it is, too. My, my, my like wife literally not only brought up her, her own cocktail, brought, but brought up the leftover shaker glass to make sure she had it. Oh, no, a, it's, it's a full shaker, so I don't, I don't have to go downstairs. Oh, 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 so you filled it up and then filled up the shaker. Yep. This, actually, I didn't fill it up. I just this filled the shaker. This woman's brilliant. This is why, like, 20 years into this, this relationship, I'm like, this woman's the coolest ever. I am. I don't know why this surprises you. It doesn't. It just continues to reinforce itself. So, so occasionally you're going to hear this on the show. Nice. No one's complaining. Except you. What? Back to the point. Analysts predict it will cost operators $3.4 in revenue and turn what was expected to be 2.2% revenue growth to a 5.6% loss. However, in perspective... Even at a 5.6% loss, the market should still gross about $28 billion or close to three times what Vegas will pull off. <laughs> Rumors and speculation have, of course, begun as to why China is doing this. However, most, if not all, equate to contradiction to what they are doing that is hurting revenues, and that's cracking down on organized crime. If that wasn't clear, the it idea wasn't clear. the idea being <laughs> they're currently cracking down on organized clear. crime. Okay. It's only unclear to the English speakers. If, if, <laughs> if they're doing what so many idiots are claiming they're doing, which is trying to fuck over the American companies that are in there, they would be trying to get rid of organized crime while supporting organized crime. Okay. Yeah, eh, trust me. Because uh, organized crime is involved in... Cigarettes and something? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't get. I, I think I, I think I tried banning. to oversimplify this, and uh, let, let me go into a little bit of detail oh, here that shit, isn't on the show notes. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> so, um, so basically, three hour show. The the rumors are are that 
that the Chinese government is trying to force out people like Steve Wynn and Sheldon Adelson so that way that they could somehow keep the revenues even more within their borders. Although, although it doesn't matter if they're Chinese or American or whatever fucking owned, everybody has the same tax rate. So the concept that you're trying to fuck over the American companies that came in here and brought you high-end uh, casinos, you're trying to push them out so then somebody else internally is taking care of that, would equate to organized crime, which is completely against the point of what they're doing currently, which is forcing organized crime out, which is why revenues have sucked this year relatively. You, you do realize that the entire Chinese government is nothing but organized crime, right? Okay, but they... I mean, it, they are. They, they control the business okay. in a way that's going to make them money. If it doesn't I, make them I, money, I, they're not going to do I agree with you, but the rumors that people are, are making that, oh, they're trying to push out Steve Wynn and Sheldon Adelson is completely asinine because they're getting the exact same tax rate, tax rate from any owner. It does not matter. And if anything, Adelson and Wynn are bringing them more revenue, so they're getting more taxes from them. So why would you try to push them out? Well, they're not trying to push them out. No, you're absolutely right. It's a, it's a stupid PR thing that they're doing. They're like, oh, Macau is smoke-free here. Like, they don't give a fuck about, oh, well, it's not healthy for all of this. It's it's a PR thing Trust for Trust me, China doesn't care about whether or not the people are healthy. Should. No, I agree. Here's a couple of things. First of all, projected losses related to casinos being smoke-free are complete horseshit. Uh, the people that gamble in these casinos are addicted to gambling, and they're not going to care. There may be a dip for three months, and they have a freak out, but they'll be back gambling. Number two, Macau is not Las Vegas. I hate Macau! It's so boring to me! <laughs> well, we'll let you know in a few months. Nobody cares! Well, why do people care so much about Macau? Mark, you know because you, you clearly care. It's another country. Because I don't understand because when and and, and uh, because they're making a shitload of money it's there. It's the whales, That's why. Scott. It's the whales that were coming to Vegas and dropping millions and millions of dollars. They're like, oh fuck, it's just right it's over in their here. Backyard. Why don't I just go Isn't over here? Asia somewhere. Like, oh, God, I don't want to have to like look on a map and figure out where it is. It's just how does it affect the price of my drink at the freaking Aria? I don't. I don't know. I, Maybe Ari wasn't the best example. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for just, me express my opinion. I, I, I know, I'm really I, surprised at how, I how angry you are about I completely this. know where he's coming from, so let, let me finish my concept. It's only tangentially related to Vegas, but I hear a lot of people, it's obviously very important to people who love Vegas, but I don't see, I don't see the connection. Well, I can give you one, one, hold on, before Mark goes into his whole explanation, I will give you, from the layperson's view, what the connection is. When you say that Las Vegas is the gaming capital of the world, you can't say that now because Macau has significantly higher revenues. Macau is the gaming capital of the world. That's what the connection is. Plain and simple, nothing else. So if you're doing something that's going to affect the revenues there, can can Vegas get a little closer? Eh, not enough to matter, but that's what the connection is. Mark, can you tell her not to have valid points? <laughs> I, I, I don't know how many times I have to tell you, Scott. I can't make this woman do anything. <laughs> right, okay, let, I'm going to care about my cow now. I, 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 you I don't love, have to care. I'm just saying that's why people bring it up. I you love both of your points. Let me summarize this for you. So oh. only wait, time going to tell. ignore us and go right if, on to what he wanted if, to if say. If money and influence <laughs> behind the scenes doesn't stop this from actually happening, but some speculate it could put pressure on other markets like Vegas to do the same, to become smoke-free. But I will, right off the bat, call that bullshit because Las Vegas is nothing if not opportunists. 
And Oppor- if uh, nothing but what? Opportunist. <laughs> okay. You said it right the second time. Yeah. It's <laughs> but she gets to correct you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I get to. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's what's gonna happen to me. First of all, smoke free Vegas, never gonna fucking happen. No, never gonna don't happen. No, that that's true. Ah, uh, you're full of shit, Scott. Get, no, they need to get through this misunderstanding that they have. There is it is a myth that a casino will lose it will temporarily experience a dip, but it's a very temporary thing. Smoking is not an essential part of the experience. Scott, there's no data to support what you're saying. Unless you're going to like Dottie's or somewhere where you t- when you walk in, you better have a cigarette in your mouth. Scott, there's no data to support what you're saying. There's none. Uh, Atlantic City lost their ass. Rebel, Rebel is, is dead because they're like, oh, we're not going to do smoking. I'm like, eh, go fuck yourself. Where everybody's like riled up because they, they won't let them smoke. You know, while they're while they're giving birth or something. You know what I mean? Like, Scott, if Macau makes <laughs> makes gambling, non-smoking, you know what Vegas is gonna do? Like, on fuck Macau, you can smoke here. Come on over. Let's go, high rollers. Okay. Well, its time has not come yet, but it, I believe it will. I'm not gonna say at some point smoke-free everywhere isn't going to happen. I just think Vegas. You just said it never, it never happened. I, I didn't say it would. Uh, Jesus Christ, you, you it did happen. Say it's you just didn't not. Say they're not ready for it yet. It, it, they, gonna Las Vegas it. will be the last chapter of non-smoking. It's going to depend on the who's in charge in the White House because if the I gotta be careful how I say this. Um, no, fuck it, I'm gonna say this. If the if Democrats the are there and they keep still in office, if they, the likelihood of having a non-smoking, go ahead. And nothing to do with the black guy being in office. <laughs> Does have to do with the Democrat being in office? Because if they expand the universal health care to the point where they have to cover um, smoking-related uh, issues later in life, they're basically gonna outlaw smoking everywhere because they don't want to have to pay for it. So in that situation, yes, it will be outlawed everywhere, including Las Vegas. Mark. You should marry this girl. <sighs> you guys are ruining this segment. Can we? Uh, I want to move on to the next story. I'm Wait, like, what was that you said about me not having valid points? I had, I, I had, I had an arrogant, I, I had an arrogant, snarky point of view on this, and you guys just totally <laughs> rationalized it out. Now I'm like, ugh, just go to the next story. Fucking right. someone lead me into it. Next story, Scott. That one's all you. Woohoo! I don't get to read the words, right? I just do the title. Just that, Jesus Christ, Scott. How many times do you have to do this show? Blarney Stone Stolen. Although I do think you're going to have significant influence into this. <laughs> or insight. When the D was Fitzgerald's, <laughs> it was an Irish-themed casino. And as part of that, they had a chunk of the famous Blarney Stone from the castle in Ireland. Now, according to Irish legend, if you hang upside down and kiss the stone, it will bring you luck, or depending on whoever you speak to, it'll bring you something. Wait, I, I have a, cab. Hold on, I have a question. Could you ever hang upside down in the old Fitzgeralds to kiss the stone? Actually, technically you could. You would need a friend who would help you hang upside down, and then you would reach your head back and kiss. That's actually primarily how people used to do it in Ireland. Well, I, I get that, but no, no, normally the actual Blarney Stone in Ireland, you have to hang over a cliff with someone holding on to okay, you so well, you don't I fall mean, off in order to kiss the Blarney Stone. So, so, so is yeah, this like... Over the, edge of the, over the edge of the castle, but in... in the, it was always kind of just sitting on a stand. Yeah. So you had to have somebody that would hold you up while you were hanging you, so you oh, could yeah. kiss it. Okay. Yeah, turn you over. So you're on okay. your back, and then you hang your head backwards and kiss it. 
How is nobody, that nobody does it. Everybody just right. touches. Nobody the ever did stuff. that. Is all, okay. is all it boils right. down to. So, so, so they were kissing a stone that wasn't going to bring them luck, and they were kissing a stone that thousands of other people. Well, they were, had they, were rubbing, so they were rubbing, they were rubbing a stone that yeah. wasn't going to bring them mm. luck. Regardless. Okay. Now, when Fitzgerald was bought in 2011 and turned into the D, the Blarney Stone went with the rest of the decor. However, it didn't last long. It returned to the second floor of the casino for St. Patrick's Day of that year. And has been on display ever since with a place explaining its plaque. legend. Plaque. Yes, thank you. It's a plaque explaining its legend. Now, last Wednesday, around 2.30 a.m., someone stole it and walked right out of the door, carrying it almost like it was a pizza. Which was kind of funny. It was kind of funny. The D owner... I'm, I know that Derek was the one who tweeted it was carried like a pizza, but I have no idea what he's talking about. You know, he, he's kind of holding it, it over his, his head. He's holding it up over his shoulder. I'm like, who holds a pizza like well, no, that? No, so think about it. If you had a big, a big tray, so think about the big, like huge, gigantic New York pizzas that you, you, you hold. You know, your Karen your palm it. is flat and the tray is on top, huh? and that's kind of what he was doing. Oh my God. Okay, that's three good points. We, we live, we, we live in the East Coast. You did not know. You yeah. thought that I was just going to give Mark shit on just this, hot? right? Yeah. You didn't yeah. think I was going to give you flack, too? Come on, buddy. <laughs> I don't like learning. Equal right. opportunity. You like being the smartest person in the room. Okay. Sorry, buddy. Not anymore. So the I think D- I hang out with Mark so much. The D- oh, you son of a bitch. What? The D owner, Derek Stevens, then went to Periscope, explained what happened, and asked help for finding who did it. After his broadcast, he shared the security photos of the thief. Within 24 hours, the culprit returned the stone to the D, thanks <laughs> in large part, per Mr. Stevens himself, to our co-host, currently Mr. Vital Vegas himself. Mr. Scott? Yes. He specifically referenced Mr. Scott. Mr. You, Scott? Because you were like, you were like, hold on. This idiot just this walked guy. out with this. Scott, Scott got pretty Wait, vigilant. do you know this guy? No, he just got very vigilante. Oh, like, okay. one, who knows? Who knows? A- a- anybody. We have to find him. We have to find him. We're like, oh, my God, everybody's looking for you, especially this Vital Vegas guy. <laughs> I put a contract out. He was pretty good. So <laughs> within 24 hours, like I said, he returned it to the D. He explained that he had been gambling, had a little too much to drink, had some shitty luck at another property, came to the D, had some good luck there, and thought, Fuck it, I'm taking the Blarney Stone, going over to another casino, it'll give me luck. Wow. <laughs> so, he really did have too much to drink. Unfortunately, when he woke up, he had multiple text messages from all his friends going, Dude, you were all over the fucking news. They are looking for you. He, it took him some time, but eventually he realized, I didn't mean to do this. I fucked up. You know what? I better just take it back. I'm going to the D. They're going to figure out who I am. I'm going to the D. I'm explaining what I did. Fingers crossed, I don't end up in jail at the end of this night. But if I do, I fucked up. I heard this Derek guy's really nice. Let's hope so. To his, to Derek's credit, and this guy's insane luck. They understood his story. They accepted it. They took the Barney Stone back. This man is not only being prosecuted. Or not only not. Being not only prosecuted. not being prosecuted. Yeah. Thank you. He's not banned from the property. He's not anything. Seriously. Nothing. Derek wow. looked at it like, listen, we all do stupid shit. It's kind of funny that this happened. <laughs> it's kind of sweet that the guy quickly brought it back to us, explained the story. Like the next day. We've all yeah. been in that situation. 
I've never, uh, for the record. I've never stolen a Blarney Stone. I have never been in a situation where I thought, I don't know how heavy this fucker is, but I'm like, I'm just going to pick up this rock that, you know, is on display in the casino and just walk out. Yeah. With it. yeah. It's it's amazing. So uh, Derek ended up going to, to Periscope once again, explained to everybody what happened, the entire story, explained he wasn't going to take any, any legal recourse against this guy. And the Blarney Stone has been returned to its, its, its proper place. However... Um, securely reinforced. So, uh, some some gentleman. Ah, so it can no longer be picked up some, and just carried out. Some yeah. gentleman who doesn't think, you know what? If I had this and I was down at the Las Vegas club, I'd be luckier. He can't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Blarney Stone stolen and returned in large part thanks to my co-host. <laughs> well, I, I can I can't take a ton of credit, but. I, I was really actually surprised by how upset I was when I heard about this news. And because the Blarney Stone has always kind of been one of those go-to things where if you're telling people, you know, free kind of quirky things to do downtown, you know, go pee on the the uh, Berlin Wall or go, you know, kiss the Blarney Stone or whatever. Wait, wait, but, wait. No, 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 wait, no, no. Wait, wait. You know go, this. Go pee on the Berlin Wall? If, you, if, you're, if you go to the Main Street... Well, yeah, I knew they had a piece of the Berlin Wall. That I didn't know you could actually pee on. Well, it. the urinal is attached. Uh, the Berlin Wall is there, and then the urinal is attached to it. So you're technically Jesus urinating on, on the Berlin Wall. You got Sorry, it. I shouldn't explain. No, no, no but, you didn't uh, need to. The point I was making was that it's always been kind of there. It doesn't really fit with the theme anymore. No, you know, no. there's so many. Um, I think they, in some of the stories, it said this is the only connection to Fitzgerald, which isn't really true because there's actually like slot machines up there with right. shamrocks and things right. on them. But it's one of the more symbolic things left over from Fitzgerald's. But I was gratified to see that I think his tweet got 400-plus retweets. Like people, yeah. and, and actually a couple of friends of mine, I said I was going down because, you know, quite often when people steal stuff and then they freaking realize how stupid they've been, they'll just dump it somewhere. Right. And this guy, you know, I give him credit because in his, you know, in the midst of his hangover, he's like, holy shit. Because I, you know, I was really angry. I made it very clear that it was like, I, don't let me find this guy because I was pissed. I'm like, you're, you're messing with my friend's stuff, but you're, you're messing with downtown Vegas too because to me, the stone is, I don't know, it just touched a chord in me. So a couple of friends and I, not together, but independently, we're kind of walking through the alleys looking for this stupid thing. <laughs> I mean, it's like Aww. the biggest non-story in Scott. the history of downtown. Vital, vital vigilante. <laughs> but, oh, that guy was going to need a, some kind of vital uh, uh, leg brace. But, um, <laughs> but what I was afraid of was he was going to dump it, maybe throw right. it in a dumpster. Yeah, or break it. And, and then, then they, they would dispose of it, and then I would just be pissed. Yeah. And honestly, the thing is kind of gross. Like, it's been touched and groped so much. That's what I'm saying. Like, when you were talking about people kissing it, I'm no, like, so kissing I, something, how many other people have had their hands well, and lips and everything else on? Well, it's funny that he said that, that he's referenced, like, oh, it's one of those goofy things downtown. Like, my, my sister and her bro- and and her husband, for the first time ever, came to Vegas for 360 Vegas Vacation right. 2. That was one of the goofy things I showed them. You know, it's like I showed them the, the, the hand, hand of, of faith and, 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 at yeah. Golden Nugget, and I'm like, oh, here's the Blarney Stone. It's just one of those goofy things that, yeah. whether you believe it or not, you're like going, oh, this is supposed to ring your luck. Here's the Vegas thing. So I totally get where he's coming from. Like, really? Really? Like, we're putting this out on display. You're going to fucking steal it, dude? Come on. Yeah. I mean, but honestly, the moment that I found out that the guy had apologized, I go, I've done this. 
I, I actually have had an incident where I was blackout drunk, and I walked out. It wasn't a, it wasn't the stone, obviously, but I was in an event, and I walked out with a sign because in my drunken stupor, I'm like, it'd be cool to have this sign in my cube at work or whatever oh, to okay. remember the event. And later, they're like, we have you on video stealing the sign. I'm like, are you fucking so, crazy? Okay, I so- don't steal. <laughs> I go in my garage. It's sitting in my garage. I had taken it, put it in my trunk, driven home somehow, stupidly, I'm sure, and put this thing in my garage. But I, when I was so offended when they accused me of stealing it. And then they go, look, here's the video of you stealing it. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm this guy. See, and this is what's funny to me, because when you said, I don't you believe know, him. I've done this. I'm I don't like, believe him. Wait a minute, you, you, you brought back the Blarney this stone. Like first classic, I didn't realize you were going into. This sounds like classic Scott bullshit. I don't believe it. There's no, no, no way. No, oh, no, I totally believe it. was it. very embarrassing, and it, it, was at a, it was a moment where I actually reconsidered how much I drank. Like, I haven't been blackout drunk since that incident because I'm like... Since I that incident three days ago. <laughs> I could have sworn that I had no idea what they were talking about. Like, here's the video. So this guy may have had a moment where he woke up. What and the look hell? at this big old fucking cool. rock sitting next to it. Right. Can you imagine waking up? Like, I've made the joke. Uh, I, I, I talked about it. Three, six Vegas vacation, too. I woke up next to beef jerky. Like going, wow, I ate a shit ton of beef jerky. Can you imagine waking up going, oh, my God, is that the fucking Blarney's though? <laughs> so this guy brings this stone back in a backpack in a panic because he has no idea how he's going to get the thing back in. Oh, yeah. Yes. Do I try and sneak it back and just leave it there, blah, blah, blah. That would have been what I would have done. I him credit honestly. for having the balls to go, nope, I'm just going to open this thing up and I'm going to talk to security. It is pretty ballsy. So he went up to security and Yo, said. Yeah, he went straight to him and told him. You know wow. what happened? I, I, I honestly, because he, from it, from what Derek said, the guy kind of, he was debating about how do I put this somewhere where somebody will find it, yeah. and so I don't have to deal with the, you know. But he's a local guy. Uh, I I know his name. I didn't recognize uh, the guy's name, but he's kind of a regular. So. Well, and that's know. the thing. If all of his friends had seen the footage, right. they would have figured out it was him to begin with. So it wasn't like he, he could have snuck it back in and go, no, it wasn't me. It's like, dude, they still have you in camera. So I don't know how it got back in, but you still did it. I got to be honest with so, you. And, I, and, and I know logically you're absolutely right. They still would have caught me and done whatever. But in my stupid head, I'd have been like, can I just put this back and then you leave me yeah. alone? I would have, right, I'd have, I'd have tried to bring it up to the front door and just go, yeah. just point at it and go, look what I found. It's, it's, like a, it's like a newborn you drop off at a fire <laughs> station. Right. Look what I got! Go, go, go! I don't know where it came from, but here, it's yours now. But this was a huge, like, this worked out really well for Derek. It, it was it a did. social media fucking barrage. Well, it like, wasn't even that. I mean, it hit, everyone it that hit cared the national was like, news. Fuck you, no. But it huge the, amount of news coverage. Yeah. But the thing about Derek is he knows how to take advantage of shit yeah. when it comes up. He does. You know, like whether it's his million dollar sports bed or like he's very attuned to, let's, you know, let's turn this shitty thing into something. Now, look at the community online rallying around, you know, supporting this casino uh, that they love. And wasn't this he, Vegas thing, you know? Wasn't he one of the, the first casinos that... Um, Fuck, was it Green Bay and Seattle that they had the shitty no, no, call no, by the Yeah, ref? the Seattle game where it was a bullshit well, a touchdown, totally bullshit and, he, and he totally gave Yeah, yeah he, he gave, gave everyone money their money yeah. back. I mean, he was one of the few people that did that. Now, it's, granted, he can do it versus maybe some of the bigger guys. I don't know. But but, but still, uh, like Derek has consistently allowed or, or projected, whether it's 
whether it's it's brilliantly constructed or it's just him as a guy that is just like but, he's he's if you and I owned a casino, if Scott owned a casino, if the people we know who love Vegas owned a casino would act the way that he acts. Yeah, and he he does it in a way that's uh, don't get me wrong. He's smart he's on a couple man. friends. Yeah, he's a businessman. He he Very does it because he knows that it's a good way to yes. earn loyalty. Yes. But he's not going to do something that's going to cost no. him a shitload of money. So. But at the same time, like he was fully within his rights to prosecute this motherfucker oh, yeah. to the yeah. nth degree. Well, and the fact and he's like, well, the guy's fucked up. Shit happens. What the way that do? because the that's guy handled amazing. it the way that he did. That's amazing. If he would have got it back, if he yeah. hadn't got it back. And and people had recognized this guy. I think everybody it would have been, been different. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, so one more exclusive out of this story. One of looking around. Oh, again. FYI, Karen's oh, not familiar yeah. with this because she doesn't listen to the show. Um, exclusive means bullshit, is what Scott's no, going to tell you. This is an exclusive. No, it doesn't mean shit. Just FYI. No, this is an exclusive. Bring it. It has nothing to do with the Blarney Stone. So remember, you mentioned the Hand of Faith at the Golden Nugget. Yes. It's fake. Totally fake. They have one uh, real gold nugget, the Hand of Faith. It's not in Las Vegas. These, these tourists are standing there taking a picture with the fake. They have like four fakes and a real. And well, yeah, but they actually own it. You're just looking at a fake. Right. Scott, okay. everybody on this planet knew this. No. The, the original was always in Vegas until they opened uh, another, another uh, nugget in... Biloxi, maybe? And they sent it there, so it's there uh, temporarily. Biloxi. Lake Charles. Or Trey Eastwork. Oh, shit, it is Lake Charles. It's yeah. Lake Charles, Louisiana. Yeah. Huh. So they have the real one. Oh, how about that? And if you look at it, it's so obvious it's a fake. There's, like, paint that's dripped. You know how paint <laughs> drips? <I> right. <laughs> look at it. Go up close. And like, I didn't know gold did that. <laughs> well, it did. Clearly, this is the real thing. <laughs> yeah. You can see the seam in the cast. Like, they actually took the cast from the original, I think. But you can see the seam that runs up the side. Nice. And, oh, I just feel awkward whenever there's tourists standing there taking selfies with it. So every couple of weeks, I write to them, and I go, hey, is the real one back yet? Or are we talking about that public state? And they're like, uh, they're not, you know what, they're not shy about talking about it, which is strange, because you would think they... But they, there's no indication that it's not the real one. So well, it's gambling. I mean, it's no. you. It's it's. I think it's respectable to be forth, forthcoming. You're like, we know we're gonna beat you. You know, <laughs> I go like, okay, I appreciate that you know that. It's so same it's thing. forthcoming to to just a little bit like, that well, that's, real one? we know it's not the real one. What are you gonna do? Okay, Let's so, we, so we'll, back. all right. So hold on, we we're, we have to move on because we are two stories into this marathon <laughs> thing. So. I'm, I'm going to call, like, let's let's wrap it up here and move on to the next story, which I'm going to need your help with how to... Wine Tribe. This. Wine Tribe. Okay. I think it's Wine Tribe. Whatever. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to the next story, it's which Jewish. is... They're my people. No, I'm not really Jewish. I, 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 <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with it. Hence, hence the pause on our side, because I'm like, yeah, I'm getting ready to call bullshit on that one. Um, <laughs> But our next story, Jerry Weintraub passes. Another Vegas legend passed away this week. Producer and promoter Jerry Weintraub or Trab or whatever we we have, we don't know. Oh wait, it's that Jerry Weintraub? It is possibly <laughs> best possibly best known oh, as no. Jilly from Philly uh-huh. in the Vegas Vacation movie. He died at age 77 up from a heart attack. Despite being so affiliated with Vegas, he didn't actually live there. He originally fell in love with the city as a young man and became the king of the junket promotions. 
He got his big break promoting concerts for Elvis after his film career ended. Jerry went on to produce 52 films and TV shows, including the Oceans movies, the remakes with uh, oh, really? the pretty people. Uh, pretty people. Yeah. <laughs> Today's pretty people. Not Today's the old pretty. Oh, people. that's that's correct. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to discredit the the pretty people in the original. Yes. Saying the the current the current pretty people with the Mr. Pitt and uh, Clooney and 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 the likes. Or Mrs. Mi- uh, Mr. Uh, shit. Oh, you're gonna make such a great joke. I was. And I, I know, you can't pronounce her name, so it doesn't matter. But right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> he also produced Vegas Vacation and the Karate Kid series, as well as Behind the Candelabra, the Liberace story oh, on yeah, HBO. Oh yeah, with Michael Douglas. And he won 11 Emmys for that. Holy shit! Yeah. Those who've worked with him refer to him as the ultimate producer. If you're interested in learning more about Jerry and his life, he has a documentary called My Way. And that's available on iTunes currently. I'm sure it's available on other mediums. Uh, and he also has a book titled, When I Stop Talking, You'll Know I'm Dead. Nice. Right? Ouch. I like yeah. that one. Jerry is um, insanely intriguing. He, he, he's a guy that I haven't done a whole lot of research on because I'm almost afraid. Because you, you so readily, at least at least I do, so readily identify him with Vegas that you get the impression that this guy just loved Vegas, did very Vegas things, but his career is vast and say, not even in the movies and in TV the shows? ballpark. Come on. Yeah, well, and, and I did some research. I was trying to find. Oh, he did all these Vegas. No, no, he did he some quality Vegas we things. Did some Vegas stuff. But he also did a lot of other things. Yeah. So, but regardless, this is a guy that loved Vegas, did some really good Vegas films, and. Love the city. He was Jilly from Philly. Jilly from Philly. And holy shit, I just realized I met this guy. What? No. Uh, back at the Writers Guild. What? Huh. Yeah, I think I think I met him at one of the WGA awards. I did. I didn't recognize the name at first because nobody knows producers. <laughs> but uh, I think he was there. He was maybe a presenter or something. Probably. My understanding is this guy was like ten years ago. Chat with fucking anybody. Just the nicest guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't really remember what the interaction was, but I think I met him. Cool. Well, that's sad. Yeah. Especially because so. Karate Kid. Unfortunately, <laughs> we've lost Mr. Kokorian. We've lost Wine Tribe. I fear who's coming next. There's gonna be, it always comes in threes. Always comes in threes. More. I fear who's next. All right. Uh, could it be that lawyer, that Cutner guy? Oh, my God. I love you so much, Scott. It's not in the show, but I know you have such a passion. Please share it. We're going to add a story. I think it's a horrible thing to talk about, although it's... Scott, have you not listened to my show? I say a lot of horrible, horrible... I literally took a a story out of this show going, "Ah, I don't think Scott wants to be a part of this. I'll leave this for for, uh, a future show. But please, Scott, share what Uh, a worthless piece of shit this fucking guy is. (laughs) So, it's an interesting story. It's a guy most people probably wouldn't know him unless they were from Vegas or lived in Vegas. The guy's name is Adam Cutner. He's an attorney. And apparently he uh, has had his lawyer, because every lawyer needs a lawyer or a team of lawyers. He is suing Google to have some comments removed from what I've heard oh, is called... I told you about this guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So he is suing uh, Google to have these defamatory, offensive um, posts removed. And 
the specificity is very important in this in this case because oh, what he's basically suing them for is being called the biggest douchebag in yes. Vegas. <laughs> like uh, his comments, they just fucking why, destroyed why would they you hate not, him. Why would you not take that as a compliment? You are the big. To be the biggest douchebag the biggest? in Vegas? There are a shit ton of douchebags. You must be the douchebag. You are the best. No, I totally know where Scott's coming from. And I dropped this from the show because I'm like, eh, it's not a big deal. The fact that you brought it up, I'm like, he, Scott's passionate about this. Please share this with people. <laughs> well, I'm passionate because if I were going to prove that I'm not a douchebag, you know what I wouldn't do? Just be completely clueless about how the internet works. <laughs> Or I don't know the First Amendment. Oh, is this is this guy like like how old is he? He's a young guy. Seriously? Yeah. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, I'd say mid the early thirties, early forties. So, so you do realize you do realize what he's doing, right? He he is suing Google in order to get headlines and get Press. his name out there for. But suing the problem Google. is, is he's the biggest asshole. So nobody's like, oh, you know who I want as a lawyer? The biggest asshole. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't. No, I don't. But think he's not he's doing successful. It for PR. He thinks you can sue Google to get things that people say about you off the internet. Does he really he think truly that? believe no. that if he absolutely did, and he may sue this podcast because I'm calling him a douchebag too. There has been a counter suit. You, if you're a lawyer, you have nothing better to do than sit around and sue people all day. There Especially has been if you're the biggest douchebag <laughs> in Las Vegas. Sounds That's like he's, in your job description. I hate to say it. It sounds like he's the biggest douchebag, at least in the state of Nevada. Yes. If not the U.S. Right. He sh- he's aiming too he, low. I think he should be suing them for saying, I, I'm the biggest douchebag ever. I, re- I read something what? earlier that, uh, or earlier today, that uh, I, I don't know why, or, or if it was just a secondary lawsuit, that he is suing Google, not, not to have them remove the comments, but to disclose who actually left them so he could then sue those people. Oh, yeah, that's not It'll good. never fucking, like, you're a fucking idiot. He really is showing, like, this is the worst, dumbest right. idea. I'm ever. clearly the dumbest lawyer ever. But here's the, here's the only thing that might have been dumber. So the Review Journal story that reported this douchebag thing literally defined douchebag. Oh, it did. The word in question is slang for an obnoxious or contemptible man. <laughs> because why would you know what douchebag is? An obnoxious or contemptible <laughs> man. So now this guy has to, honestly, the burden's on Kuttner. He, if he's suing somebody, he's saying it's false, defamatory, vulgar, whatever. He's not, he's not a douche. He's not obnoxious. <laughs> He's not an obnoxious and detestable man. Right. Good luck oh with that. We, we, the jury, find Mr. <laughs> <laughs> a total douche. We find him guilty. The jury might actually have to say that. The person he's suing is not guilty. It means he's a so on the record. The judge is going to have to say, I have to throw this out on the grounds that he really meets uh, the definition of sorry. a douchebag. <laughs> Oh, wait. By any legal definition, sir. We, we have to get. <laughs> Hold on. Is it Tony's? We're going to see Tony in a couple weeks. We have to ask Tony about this. The legal definition of douche. 
Not not douche, and douche, douchebag. Douchebag, that's douche right, because like, there are people who are douches, but they aren't necessarily douchebags. We bags. all know what a douche is. That's a completely different thing. A douchebag is a different story. Oh, it's so great. I love the legal system. <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome if he actually ended up having to pay for doing a frivolous lawsuit? Oh, I've always said this. I wish shitty fucking bullshit lawyers who come up with bullshit frivolous lawsuits have to pay for wasting everyone's fucking time for doing it and potentially lose their license. I totally agree with you. It's bullshit. All right, can we Ambulance please... chasing douchebag. Please, you please. heard it. There you go. We, we heard it. All right, move on to the next story, please. <laughs> please. Scott, this one's you. Go. Oh, do I read the story? Or no. Just... No. God right. damn it, Scott. So, so basically okay. what you say is, hey, so our next headline is... Our next headline that I don't get to talk about is Big Elvis isn't feeling well. Oh, coming to you from the no fucking shit files, surprising no one on planet Earth. Vital Vegas is reporting that Big Elvis, the 1,000 pound wait, man. Wait, 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 Vital Vegas, meaning Scott. Scott. Oh, my co-host, Thanks. yes. Oh, okay. Just, just want to make sure it's out there. Right. Okay. You're only feeling it's his ego. It's the same Vital Vegas. Thing. Only feeling his ego. The 1,000 pound man, not Vital Vegas, Big Elvis. Hey, yo, and who, he doesn't weigh 1,000 either. Who, well, okay, shut up. I, I've, I have properly constructed this sentence, and you're ruining it, Scott. All right, hold on. Let him go. Here it just, goes. Just, Here it goes. Shh, shh. The 1,000-pound man who does a free show at Harrah's and before that a staple at Bill's Gambling Hall with fellow oddity Cookie E-Jar is taking some time off from his busy performing schedule due to his health. He admits to being exhausted and plans to take some time off to rest up and lose some weight. Truth be told, he's already lost 15 pounds. However, he just turned 50. Uh, There is no timeline for his return to performing. Listen. Scott, you're an adorable man, and I, and I, I loved your story on, on Big Elvis, but um, yeah, we, we are all, all subjects to our own weight issues, whether they be extreme or uh, fabricated in our own minds. I, I, I have no sympathy for somebody that allows themselves to become... Whoa. Well, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. His defense... If he wasn't fat, he couldn't market himself as Fat Elvis. So Actually, it's Scott in his said, yeah, Scott said something job. about that. Oh, Jesus. I don't want to have to agree with Scott. Really? Yeah, you can't help it. it that, the problem Good is that Scott makes great fucking <laughs> points. That's the problem. <laughs> well, I would rather have uh, Pete be, uh, and that's his name, Pete Valley. Uh, I would have, rather have Pete be healthy and lose his marketing gimmick because he still has a great voice. I know him. He's just this big lovable guy yeah. uh, he probably he's been battling the weight issue obviously and continues to struggle with it and so when I heard he had a, I mean the, I, th- I think it it doesn't need to be said that when you're that big you're just kind of waiting for the next shoe to drop like right. it's going to be probably a medical emergency that kind of helps him deal with the bigger issue the literally the bigger issue but he's just a very nice guy very talented he has a, a huge fan following that is the one thing that i will i will back scott no, up, I, scott I, up I, on I this just, that I, guy if you've ever heard him it's shocking no, and how I, much he sounds like Elvis. so so here's one thing that's i'd find interesting um as much as i know about scott i know that scott has a sense of humor that's very similar to all of us and ours. a giant heart um, 
Well, no, no, but but so here's the thing. So so Scott, for no, you to kind of take a no pun involved. You? I'm Stop. sorry. Stop. Shut up. Stop for a second. You shut up. <laughs> no, you shut up. No, I'm sorry. There, she, Karen wants to say something really sweet. Now she's upset with me because I said something. I apologize. I'll shut up. You say something sweet, Scott. Because I never told you shut up to start with. Yeah, cover your mouth. Don't touch anything. And don't edit this out. It's so awkward. It's awesome. <laughs> Scott's like, this is my moment to shine. So, what I was trying to say as a compliment, because I know that Scott can be a snarky little asshole the same way you and I can both be. <clears throat> I didn't know it was going to go in this direction. No, there's a, <laughs> there's a compliment coming. Um, the the fact, the fact, well, it is a compliment, but the fact that you're, you, you know, kind of stopped all the other sarcasm and snarkiness and everything else, you're like, look, I know this guy and I'm really concerned and want him to get healthy. That honestly must speak volumes because this has to actually be a person that you like in order for you to do that so um i i and i know i think i know you well enough to know that you don't put up with just random people like they have to be he puts up with me <laughs> but you you actually are a good person at heart it just takes a long time and, to find it well um, i also have so, insanely dark sense of humor and you've got to learn to no to but I, I mean that's that's what kind of surprised me because scott went a completely serious discussion mode with this which is not is normally i know but you know i was like at his wedding like i don't we're not bffs or anything but i know the guy and i know that there you know the likely outcome is that something bad is going to happen so this was like like, oh my god i hope this isn't the time i know know, i make fun of everybody as much as i can like cookie jar yeah, I, I, you said him. that name, it's and I'm like, funny, what? But when you what? talk to the guy, you're like, I don't know if I should really be. Who the fuck names themselves Cookie Jar? I mean, just <laughs> can't, whatever. No, People this have, honestly. I mean, somebody doesn't call themselves Big Elvis unless they're in on the gag or the whatever that is. Well, but, and the, the so sad thing is with him is he probably actually is a really good Elvis impersonator, especially from the vocal standpoint. And the only way that he can market himself is the fact that he's bigger. Um, I just like, I was honestly trying to give you a compliment that the fact that you went very serious on this very quickly because you know this guy and you're concerned for him. It's it's, yeah. it's sweet and I, you know, want to say that, but apparently, you know, mm-hmm. that gets trumped all over here. So, you yeah. know, fuck, <laughs> I appreciate, fuck I both y'all. That. And it, it's a, it's tricky because, um, uh, you know, like there's humor. It, it, it's one of those things where a million people can die, you know, and you don't, you're like, well, a million people died, whatever, it's a holocaust. But then if, if your friend, you know, gets a... Wow. And this, that opinion is not a, none of those expressed by the uh, 360 Vegas podcast. Or I know, or but you know else. what I mean. Like, it's an impersonal, sad <laughs> I do, thing. I do, I do. personal sad thing. Just and can't believe so, you went there, but okay. But because he's okay, I think it's okay to make light of it. But I appreciate what you said. I don't want to be, like, get all serious or <laughs> I, very nice I was impressed. I, I was like, <laughs> Scott said something nice about somebody. All right. But never said anything nice about me, but that's okay. We'll just we'll move on. Oh, that's brilliant. All right. I say, I say a lot of nice things about you just, and, and Will in the next story, I'm sure. Just, just not, not when I'm around. Okay, we have to move on. So but thank you for saying that anyway. And uh, I, hope he's, I hope he's okay. He's been through a lot. Like, um, he... In the midst of all this, he also announced that he's not with his wife anymore. The, oh, yeah. suck. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, I mean, like, it, that's a perfect example, too. Like, it's this guy who's, you know, he's hundreds of pounds more than her. She's, she's a, a typically shaped uh, woman. So, I mean, it, I don't know, if I didn't know them, that would be kind of 
a funny juxtaposition. Right. So there you go. Anyway, thank you, I'm sure, Karen. I'm sure he didn't want his personal life out on blast, but there you go. Now it's all out there. All right. No, um, he, he puts it on blast on Facebook. So, oh, yeah. All right. Well. It was a sad situation. But he's, like, buying and he's getting a house. Like, he took time off to, he said it was just kind of to relax. Wait, so hold on. Hold on. Stop. So so this is what I understand, Mark, when you said Scott just keeps going. He goes to stories. He finds amazing. all of the, I'm going to tell you this and tell you that and oh, tell you everything else. And I just, Scott knows I'm everything. trying to move us along. Oh he's God. just not letting me. So good. He's just now, not letting me. Now, Big Elvis. Oh, stop. Okay, <laughs> Scott. Shut up. <laughs> Scott. 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 Scott is Scott. more of a person than he was at the beginning of this story. I, I don't even think I need to want to answer that. Yes. Uh, but come on. Sure. We're, we're moving on. Yes. Done. I'm just moving on. Hush. Scott. Hush. Hey, now she's <laughs> taking it out on me. <laughs> because we've only been doing this for an hour and 20 minutes and we're four stories in. Awesome. I'm in a big rush. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to pass out when this is over and I'm running out of vodka. All right. Next up. The MGM Shuffle. While they do have some of the largest arenas on the Strip, the MGM portfolio does not have an intimate concert venue like the Coliseum at Caesars, which is 4,300 seats, or Axis at Planet Hollywood, which is 7,000. However, Vital Vegas, or my co-host Scott, is reporting that that will be changing. Thank you, Mark, for acknowledging where the story came from. Everybody else jumped on it and blah, blah, blah. They're so, oh, they're great journalists. Poop on that. Okay. Nobody's (laughs) better. Nobody's better. Part of the rebranding at Monte Carlo will be renovating the theater currently home to the Blue Man Group into a 5,500-seat venue like the aforementioned. This plan was confirmed by Eater Vegas via paperwork filed with the city, tentatively referring to it as the MCR Concert Hall or the Monte Carlo Resort Concert Hall. The renovations will cause the Blue Man Group to be relocated to Luxor in the August of in the in August of 2015. That move will cause the Jabberwockies to move into the space currently home to Beecher's Madhouse at MGM Grand. Now, there's two things I like about this. When you and I originally went to I was going to say, aren't, isn't Blue Man going back to where they originally yes. were? Well, I don't know if it's where they originally were, but where you and I originally experienced them being. We didn't see their show there, but we We've stayed. never seen their show. No, we haven't seen it, but... When we first went to Vegas, we stayed at Luxor, and that was their their resident performer was Blooming Group. And at least, Jabberwockies are not going out to not a tent. Going anywhere. Oh, but see, but that's the second thing I'm very happy about. Beecher's Madhouse is going away again. Hooray! And it's being replaced by anything, anything at all, and actually something good. In Jabberwockies. Oh wait, so hold on, isn't Beecher's Madhouse where Crazy Horse used Crazy to be? Crazy Horse used to be. I have no idea where. Jabberwock is going to fit. No idea. Where Don't did even you ask hear Beecher's Madhouse is going away? Well, if it's For going... you, Dick. No, I think it's going into their into that space, but I don't think Beecher's Madhouse is going anywhere. It's, where are they going to go? I think that's going to be the venue that Blue Man Group is in. So you're saying it's going to be both? Wait, no, wait, wait. No, hold on, hold on. So I thought Jabberwockies was going into Beecher's Madhouse. Blue Man Group right. is going to Luxor. Right. So where, where would Beecher's Madhouse How the Madhouse hell is Jabberwockies going to do their show in that setup? I mean, isn't almost, it like a? It's like a stage kind of setup. So in you're saying Beecher's Madhouse would stay there, but Jabberwockies per, would perform there? 
Yeah, I, I didn't hear anything oh about my God. Madhouse that, going that away. That may be the worst news I've that. ever heard in Vegas. <laughs> that may be the worst ever. Oh, my no, God. No, I could see how you'd go there because you're like, hey, there's it's really only one thing. But I think it's they said it's going into the Beecher's Madhouse, so it's going to be kind of like folded into that oh umbrella. Oh, my God. Please, for, uh, I fucking pray to a God I don't believe in that that doesn't <laughs> exist. And that, that, oh, my God. Please, Karen, move us along to the next story. I'm Jabberwockies. The rage is overwhelming. I'm really unclear about how. Actually, no, stop, Scott. Locking. Oh, Scott, please, we have to move on for 90 minutes. Uh, yeah, there's, stop. There's blackout stop. rage coming. Uh, Scott, rage. you need you need to go to the next story. What do you mean? Go to the next story. Oh, no. Las Vegas Bucks. Yes. Can we just skip the sports story and just talk more about? Us? No, Scott. Just no. because you don't like sports doesn't mean we're not going to talk about it. All right. It, it is the NBA, but I don't really like him. So. Anyway. Okay. So. Another professional sports franchise is threatening to relocate to Vegas. This time, it's an NBA team. The Milwaukee Bucks owner is losing patience with the state. They agreed to split the cost of a $500 million arena in downtown Milwaukee. However, the city still hasn't supported public funding for their $250 million contribution. After an informational hearing by state legislature, the current Bucks owner revealed that part of the 2014 purchase agreement for the team includes a provision that construction of a new arena starting in 2015 was crucial, and if it did not happen, the NBA will buy back the team for a $25 million profit and move them to one of two markets clamoring for a team, Seattle or Vegas. In that order, Wait, I promise you. Hold on, hold in on. In that order. So, we have to stop for a second. Okay. So, the Bucks owner is who? Doesn't matter. Okay. So, they have an owner. Yes. Um, they agreed. He recently bought the team in 2014. Okay. So, they agreed to split the cost of a new arena, but the city hasn't come up with their half of the funding. So, as part of the agreement, this is where I get confused. The it, it, If they don't start construction... The NBA will buy back the team for a $25 million profit from the owner? Yes. When he bought the team, the NBA said, listen, we, 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 you can we buy We want this you team. to buy it. We want you to buy we it. Promise and we promise there's going to be a new stadium. And we you that Milwaukee is going to split the cost of this new stadium with you. And if they don't split the cost with you, we will buy that team back from you. And not just buy it back from you. We'll actually let you make a $25 million profit. But they didn't own, own the team to begin with. You're right. Basically, the NBA was like, you should buy this team. Like, ah. So it wasn't buying back. It's like, if, if they don't build the stadium or start construction by the state, we will buy the team for $25 million more than what you paid for it. Yes. And then the NBA can move it to wherever Do they want whatever to. they want with Which, it. Which They did I the same to thing it, to, is, to New Orleans. It's probably a good move on the NBA's part because they're like, all right, the local you know, economy doesn't want to support it. They don't want to pay for it. Fine, we'll move it to a market that is clamoring for a team. So Same thing go. with the asshole that, that, that took the Hornets, moved them to New Orleans. And then to Oklahoma City. And it City. was a horrible... No, no, no. Well, well yeah, they had to go into to because of Katrina or whatever, but... but that wasn't why. Brought them back. They were they were back in, in New Orleans, failed miserably, and, and the NBA was like, okay, sell the team to us because we can't allow you to move this team from Charlotte, which was a great NBA city, to New Orleans, which isn't supporting your team. We can't allow this team to fail. We have to find another owner. And they owned it for a good year or so before they found another owner. I've just never heard of another, um, you know, national franchise, national sporting franchise owning teams. That's 
Where are they coming up with the money to pay for this? The shit? NBA? Yeah. My God, they're printing cash. The NBA. Yes. So it's not like the NFL is buying teams. Well, well the they NFL need to. can't afford to. <laughs> well, not that they can't afford to. <laughs> they're, they're even even the teams that are like fuck this city. They're still making a shit ton of money. They're just like we're not reinvesting our money just, into doing that. I've never. That's just seem crazy to me. It's wild. And I noticed Scott is completely shut up right now. Yeah, he doesn't he care. Doesn't, yeah, because he doesn't really care. So. <laughs> now, <laughs> to be honest. Both markets have been used as bargaining chips anytime in NBA or NHL franchise yes, has encountered that's the key anything to the story. It's less the same thing as when desirable the rodeo threatened to leave it. Like it's just posturing. It's all just it's all just PR nonsense. It's not happening. It's so dopey. Yeah. The like, Milwaukee Bucks have been playing in their current arena since 1988. In other Vegas sports news, as if the process hasn't been arduous and borderline annoying enough. The NHL commission officially announced that the league is accepting expansion bids. However, that doesn't mean that they're actually going to give anybody did it, an expansion. Did it require a however that decibel level? No, for faces. I love and hate <laughs> you both. <laughs> The next sentence is in bold, so it's really going to be... They, they're all in bold, Scott. <laughs> they're all in bold. Can you guys set up a webcam at your house? That'd be fun. <laughs> Only if you can. Oh, God. Nobody wants to see that. Well, Scott, I frequently want to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I gaze It does wonders for him, which actually works out better for me, so it's all good. <laughs> I gaze upon the many pictures from 360 Vegas Vacation 2 that you and I took together, and I adore them. They're in large format in my office. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, in it, glorious. It's large format. <laughs> Come on, wrap this one up. Yes. No, he's not even there yet. He still yeah. had the he had, still had the extra sentence to read. Are we skipping okay. the sentence? Oh, or that doesn't mean that they'll accept any of the bits. Have you been holding your that. breath on this one? Or breathe? Oh, shit. However, oh, if you've been holding your breath, you, you breathe. Saw, yeah, so I, I forgot you guys got the deleted parts of it. So <laughs> I, I, it's too late now. I've, oh. I've ruined that joke. All it's right. over. All right, so. <laughs> I told you. It's adorable slash like, uh, you know I have to edit that out, right? Yeah. But I, 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 it's adorable. Do it. It's my music is better than any other music. <laughs> All right, so both of you, both of you, shut up. What? Shut up. Prop bets. <laughs> so that's, that's gonna... it the news. We do have some prop bets, though. For those shut up. Familiar, prop shut bets up. is an extension. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. This is my job. I'm running the show. Shut up. If Mark would stop laughing, that Scott, was what I was waiting for. Scott, Scott you, it's, it, it's important to her. <laughs> you got, you but it's look. had too much to drink, 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 drink. Wow. That's, okay. no, that, that's Ever, like the, um, okay, the standard, what was the show? The, quiet, no, the transition. no, no, what was it? The um, old TV show where they used to spin the stage around, because that's exactly what the, the news, or the sound that he was doing, the, the song that he was singing. I don't that's know, what it was don't encourage him. It'll the match game. Else. Holy shit, that's you were doing go. the match game. Everyone quiet, one, two, three, go. Don't cut this out, Mark. I'm telling you, this is the show. The other words, I don't care as much about. But the infighting and the, the cute little bickering, that's the show. 
don't cut it out. Don't cut out this part either. It's very meta. Are you done? Please, please be done. Bets, bets, bets. Go ahead. <laughs> That's it for the news. We do have some prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar with prop bets, it's an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. And I picture Stuart screaming into his earbuds. Yes. All right, there's three of us. Let's all take turns. Who's Stuart? Oh my God! Seriously, God. I'm just I'm skipping over that. You should. I, I'm gonna. I'll go first. Candace so Palazza has extended Frank the Man the music's residency until the end of 2015, and Westgate has done the same for the Suzanne Summers show. Oh Jesus Christ! I can't believe I, she still has a show. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I, apparently she's down. <gasps> no, she's not. Well, she's making enough money that at least the owner of Westgate <laughs> is like, oh, I'll, keep, I'll keep giving. All right, but whatever. Move on. Las Vegas Advisor is reporting that the iconic Mirage Volcano will reduce its performance schedule. Formerly, it showed every half hour starting at 8 p.m. until 11. They will now only be twice a night, Sunday through Thursday, 8 and 9, with an additional show at 10 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. Wow. I, Can you I, believe I, it? I don't like Wait. how reduced it is, but let's be honest. Mathematically, no? Does that not make sense? So they went from... Think they about went this. every half hour. That was 10 shows a night. Now they're down to two. How much money are they going to save doing that? Yeah, it was, eight a, it was like eight a night. Well, from eight to but, 11. Right, but now, right, exactly. But that let's be honest, like when they back. first opened, it was every 15 minutes. It's like the, the conservatory at the, at the Bellagio using plastic flowers. It's horrible. Yeah, that seems extreme, but I I, I get where they're coming from. Let's be honest. How many people stop when the volcano is going off? And how many people stop when the fountains are going off? No, it gets crowds of people. That's the whole point. I don't don't disagree with you. I think, especially the renovation, I think is amazing. Well, yeah, it it gets annoying if you're trying to walk by and there's a crowd of people watching. But... um, no, but it's, the idea is that it draws people in. The it problem does. is people don't stay and gamble. Yeah. They just kind of come for the free show. So that's the it was the thinking behind Bally's getting rid of this little park. It's not generating anything. So well, cut back. You just keep trimming back on all the stuff that makes the park also never super. worked, and the walkway couldn't no, the get you back there. And it, it yeah, the lights didn't light up half the time. So that was why that didn't work. But mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, let's be honest. That that is a disappointment, but it makes sense, I guess. It's a slippery slope. Everybody's cutting back. Everybody's trimming down. They're getting rid of all the free stuff. They're turning it into pharmacies. Just a matter of time. I don't think they're turning the the volcano into a pharmacy. Oh, really? Did you think the Sirens Lagoon was going to be turned into a pharmacy, Smarty Pants? The second that fucking Phil Ruffin bought it. Yes, I did believe that. Yes, I did. Really? Because Phil Ruffin is a giant piece of shit, corporate (laughs) raider, ass clown. Oh, there's going to be some ass clowns at the Mirage. Trust me. If they move those those brass mermaids, I'm going (laughs) to Oh, Jesus. Move on to the next story. Come on. Vegas Chatter is reporting Wahlburgers will not set up shop in Bally's Grand Bazaar as previously believed. Instead, they are looking at some places in the Link Promenade. Speculation is that regardless of where they set up shop, don't expect them to open until 2016. Hey, you guess, you know where they're not going to open up? At the Link Promenade. You know why? Because you know who else is going to set up shop? You want an exclusive? Sure. I'm looking around. Sorry. You know who's not going to go there? 
Gordon Ramsay fish and chips. That is my prediction. Oh, I think the fucking Ramsay shopping. No, he he was supposed to be setting up shop in there. But I think the financial problems at the link, including the Boulevard cocktail going under, are I think they are warning off potential openings because I, I think it's a saturation point and I, I think I, I disagree. I think that's a, I think that's a great space that hasn't found its proper tenants because there are tenants in there that are doing fine. I think they just haven't found who needs to to fit in there. You would think they can't make rent. <laughs> They can't, they can't make rent. If they can't Why make would rent. Boulevard Cocktail go under again? It's going under again. It's because basically... nobody knows what the fuck Boulevard Cocktail. Karen, right. did you know that Boulevard Cocktail? First of all, do you even Wait, know where it is? Wait, is that the one that you could get the fruit juice nope. cocktails at? Nope. Okay, then I have no idea where it yeah. is. Oh, so this was part. right across by the water feature, which was never seemed to be open while we were there. Never seemed to be open. The water feature really was never open. It's a really big area. No, no, no. The water feature's here, and then you have that pizza place over here. And then over here was a giant place that never seemed to be open, ever. Oh, right. was that fame? With the that piano was, bar? That was a, yeah, oh, yes. It was a piano bar. Never seemed to be open, No, ever. I've never seen it open. Nope. Never seen it open whatsoever. Oh, right. I can't imagine why it's because failed. It went under, no one knows that it ever fucking exists. took it over so it wouldn't close, close. Whatever. It was horribly run. It yes. was shit oh, regardless. You know what else it's has gone under? Fame. Bullshit. Fame has gone under. Fame's like the one I, I think is actually disappointing. Uh, they were going to do a nightclub. It's gone under. Yeah. I'm telling you right well, that's now. That's two. Wahlberg's we never not, walked into Wahlburgers is not going to no, open. We, we I don't think Gordon Ramsay's going to open there. It's one of those things where they're like, let's wait and see how it goes. But I wrote to the PR at Caesars. I... Uh, ask Gordon Ramsay and nobody's saying anything. That means it ain't happening. I see what you're saying, but Yard House has been a, a large success. I think that the flour and barley, that pizza place has done really good. Tilted Kilt so, has done good. But here's the thing. that Those food options offer a diverse, have a diverse offering. You know, I didn't even, I thought that the whatever place you're talking about, the cocktail, whatever, was a piano bar. I didn't it know. Is. Okay. Yeah. So to have a space that big for a piano bar is pretty stupid. Mm. So just yeah. saying. because well, there's now, a chance it won't open up as a piano bar again. So. Well, it probably like, shouldn't we'll because to have that kind of prime real estate also on a walking how strip. how close it is to fucking Harris that already has a piano bar. Yeah, I just, that didn't make any sense. Yeah. Fame, I thought was an interesting concept, but never enough to yeah, attract really me in sure. there. Well, so. It was one of those things that we're like, oh, we got to try that place. Next time, and they were dead by the night. Yeah, it was a food court. Yeah, well, Asian food court. Exactly. Well, uh, what I'm hearing is that everybody in that in the Link Promenade is struggling, and my prediction is that Gordon Ramsay Fish and Chips will not be opening, and there will be no relocation of Wahlburgers. And I think Wahlburgers, uh, the people behind that, not the Wahlbergs, but the people behind it saw what was happening in the Bally's Grand Bazaar and also and went, decided oh, well, yeah, nobody's, shit, nobody's no, we don't want to be in there. Yeah. But I still firmly believe Wahlburgers will end up on the Strip. It's The PR alone, people well, are like, holy fucking shit, you I guys are going to open the Strip. I hate to say it. Look at Planet Hollywood. Isn't that where the new kids keep coming back and doing their shows? Well, I mean, they did that one run. They haven't They haven't returned, but they haven't but also that, been touring, but... I mean, if they're going to come back. Not that I know. New kids are going to end up as, like, Not a, a staple in Vegas. I mean, come on. <laughs> they, they have all these, like, I, I hate to say it, middle-aged women like myself, um, which was the funniest thing about that show was to watch 
all of these sad, it, it was sad. It was really kind of sad. I wasn't <laughs> screaming silly like they were, but they were my age, and I'm like, oh, sweetie, you really don't but think the, you have the, a chance, the do you? You had a dick right next to you, <laughs> and, and a lot of these girls were like, oh, my God, there's an opportunity. Like, no, sweetie, no. Did, no. Okay, these, these were girls that still had... Like one of the five guys, even even Jonathan, he, although he's obviously well, he, wait, off at the that market. Point he had not, yeah. Oh no, he's been off the market for a while. He had not admitted that he was gay at that point. No, when we went, yeah, he did. No, no, no. He had yes, not. he did. No, he did not. Yes, he did. No, he did. Yes, he did. We're gonna agree to agree anyway, because this show um, will only be so. But long. yeah, they they were so like these are girls that had had all five of the new kids on there, yeah. you know freebie list forever <laughs> and they're like i have a shot they're five lifts i'm like all five boom got it you really don't it just it was sad it was so bad but they the new kids will come back to vegas because they can sit there and have all these again middle-aged hormone charged like sadly disturbed women filing into their shows every night. So it would make sense for Wahlburgers to have a spot there because Donnie's going to be spending a lot I, of time I in Vegas. I firmly believe Wahlburgers will set up shop in Vegas where I have no idea. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, yet another bar and lounge has closed at Aria. This time, it's the Deuce Lounge located just off the casino floor. They dropped the Deuce? Uh, apparently, they did. Aww. I knew he couldn't. Uh, no, I was sitting here looking at the name going, it, it's such a fucking stupid name. No word on what will go up in the space or when it will reopen, but considering what Ari has done with the city bar and are doing to the gold lounge, odds are it will be another lounge. We, we enjoyed city bar. The fact that they've like, hey, it's a new one. We're like, okay, I guess. I thought we were just supposed to run through these and not comment on every single one. No, no, it's this is the show. It's talking about the shit. Shut up, We Scott. have way give too much stuff. Talk. Give her the but, talk. Just give it to her. In other uh, bar and lounge news, Vegas Chatter is reporting that SLS has added a lounge area near their center bar. So now you can drink and sit. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> a nice little uh, extension to that center bar area. Yeah. It's strange to have, like, it's not enclosed at all. It's just couches and chairs in the middle of a casino. Oh, that was cute, though. Yeah, it's uh, it, it looks pretty comfy. All right, it's next. exactly generating revenue, a lot of revenue for the casino. Uh, I disagree. I if you're sitting priority. down somewhere, you're going to generate revenue. You're you're going to want to want to want to drink more. I guess. I ain't buying them damn drinks. They're like fourteen dollars a pop. That's and the main reason I don't go to SLS more. To be honest, is the drink price. And according to NBC Las Vegas, all MGM resorts <laughs> were sold out for the three nights of EDC. Three sixty Vegas, however, is apparently reporting that, that is total bullshit. Total bullshit. Total bullshit. Scott, you just totally took your line. Because he won't stop talking. So I'm done. We're, move, we're moving this on. This woman wants to drink more, Scott. What's up next? I have Tell plenty us. of drinks here. Just Bring stop it. talking about What are you talking about? So why are you saying MGM Resorts was not sold out? I, I don't believe any of those properties can properly sell out. Oh. Uh, well, they definitely did. they didn't during Rock and Rio. I know that. Uh, let's see. Those who have visited SLS, see, we get to talk about SLS again, and have eyes can tell you it's obvious the property isn't doing well. Now let's add math to the equation. In the first quarter, SLS lost $53.5 million, and equally unsurprising, non-gaming entities more than doubled casino revenue. Non-gaming entities. So that basically means the, the restaurants. Oh, they made more from restaurants, nightclubs, bars. Yeah. 
doubled more than double yeah. the gaming revenue. I, I I gotta be honest with you. The thing that's most shocked me is when we we were at 360 Base Vacation Two. Uh, I think the guys from Denton Dallas were staying down there, and Scott had visited down there. Like, oh, we're having fun at SLS. Like, why are you at SLS? Because <laughs> it's fun. No, it's not, Scott. Oh, it's I a love lovely you so place much. to play. It's, it's, no, it's, oh my God, Scott, I want to hug you and also slap you across the face because you're well, a sm- slap him liar. first and then hug him because you need to wake him up and then be like, yeah. it's okay, welcome oh, back to reality. Your... I don't, I don't base my enjoyment of a place on how many people are there. No, 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 I no, don't Scott, either. Oh, neither I don't either. I've nope. literally gone there, experienced it, and said this fucking sucks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's very different. That's a different experience. Thank you. There it is. Thanks in part. To the Mayweather Pacquiao fight and Rock and Rio. So we're that- done talking about SLS? <laughs> I have exclusives. Yep. yep. No, we're done. Why am I Shut here? Up. I have exclusives. Shut up. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> you no, save it. I really save do. it. That's fine. Save it to you. the save it to you. the end of this long ass prop bets, you, and then you can throw them in you there. You bluffed so many times, I don't believe you, sir. <laughs> Thanks so, in part to the Mayweather Pacquiao fight in and Rockin' in and in and. And Rock and Rio. Nevada grossed over a... Grossed? Grossed. (laughs) Come on. Nevada, gross. There you go. Over a billion dollars in the month of May alone. However, gaming revenue is still down by almost 1%. Gaming revenue is down, but you're grossing that much off of fights. I agree with you. Like, to this point, like, and I've had this conversation with Dr. Dave before, like, "Eh, gaming revenues are down. It's like, it's not, that's not what Vegas does anymore. It's one of the things Vegas does. You do gambling, you do high-end, you do nightclubs, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. How much is a property generating? That's the only important thing. Gaming and you know what's matter. really important? The downtown casinos were up 15% year over fucking year because I'm and, doing the marketing for and, downtown. What? <laughs> up 15%. Wait, I'm sorry. And who, who's doing the marketing for downtown? What? What? Well, I have no idea what he CBA, just said, but I think he put my eardrums out. Oh, Ow. All right. It's me. Yes. All right. So Does speaking... your audience know that I work at Fremont Street Experience? Yes, they fucking do. Every they, show. Do they know what I'm doing with my hands when I'm raising the roof right now? Playing with yourself? <laughs> I, I assume they all know Wait, you're playing with yourself Wait, if he's constantly. raising his hands to play with himself, he's going to have a whole other like, line of listeners. He, he's well endowed. <laughs> Do, do people understand how huge it is that year over year downtown made fifteen percent more when everybody else on the strip is like meh? Scott, do yeah, people care? exactly. We, we, we I see. move downtown. Downtown makes money. Who wants me? Who? Again. Are we not entertained? Can you please back up from your Jeez. fucking microphone? <laughs> God damn it! Read Scott. the next I don't thing. know how these work. I was shouting in the air. Hold on. Shut up. <laughs> Speaking of the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, Floyd Mayweather Jr. had the title he won by defeating Manny Pacquiao because because he's it's against W. Yeah, shut up. God damn it, I fucked it up. Because it's against WBO Okay, then I got it. Shut up. No, I started this. You're not jumping in. So shut up. Go. Shut up. Go. Speaking of the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, Floyd Mayweather Jr. had the title he won by defeating Manny Pacquiao, removed because it's against WBO rules to hold a to hold world titles in multiple weight classes, and Mayweather missed the deadline to vacate the lesser weight title. And, by the way, he didn't pay WBO a $200,000 sanction fee he was acquired to from the fight. Mm, I wonder what's oh, more important to them. Yeah. 
Yes, he, he has two titles. He won. Wait. And you owe us two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> well, and that's the stupid thing. It's like, okay, so he lost the title because he didn't pay two hundred grand. How much money did he make from that? Like eighteen million. Sure, he doesn't give a fuck. Wait. It wasn't about the money. He's a big baby. He didn't want to give up his belts. I don't blame. Well, him. apparently he at least if, he if lost I the big one. Belt and two hundred grand. Like, oh, I'll keep these belts and I'll just yeah. Oh, you're gonna take. No, one but he doesn't. He doesn't get to keep the belts. Well, he does get to lose the one belt. The big one. The one he got by yeah, the bigger the one. Yeah. Fight, but sure, he, he doesn't give a fuck considering the millions. But he didn't want to give won. up. Whatever. Yeah. All right. He's a big baby. Jerk. Yeah. Center bar at Hard Rock is now closed, while the entire center casino space undergoes a thirty million dollar renovation. Before nightclubs paid celebrities to attend their establishment, Center Bar was the place celebrities went to be seen in Vegas. Man, that doesn't happen anymore. We've been there, and we're like, mm. yeah. I'm so glad they did the expansion, because I'm like, this is the casino. This is this is Hard Rock's casino. It's pathetic. I quite enjoy myself there as well. <laughs> Move on. But the bar was like, I didn't hold any special place in my heart. Yeah. It was very, I thought it was strange that they were like encouraging people to sign the I thought that was worth two. Graffiti. Like, it doesn't seem so stupid. Yeah. And you know what people were doing? Like, advertising on it. They were writing domain names and stuff on the on the walls. Oh, were they really? Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to plug themselves. Right. I photoshopped some out because I'm like, I'm not giving them any publicity. <laughs> Jackasses. But yeah, and there was a lot of obscenities too, which I didn't appreciate. You didn't appreciate? You're on this show, Scott. <laughs> so from a bar we don't care about to one that we love, Cosmopolitan has confirmed that they are closing Book and Stage and renovating it into the HQ Cocktail Lounge. The firm selected is the same that worked on Draw. I can never say Dre's. I can't name. ever say it right. Doesn't matter. The, um, the firm selected is the same that worked on Dre's Beach and Nightclub, as well as Giada's. Plans are to reopen the space in September of this year. Disappointing and yet encouraging. I love Book and Stage. I, I love it. I, I wish they wouldn't have touched it. Mm. I agree. Yeah. I think they just figured the whole stage part didn't pan out. I agree. So why waste yeah. room or attention on a stage that you're not going to fill with entertainment? Yeah. Hopefully you just make better use of it. Gary Loveman is out, and Mark Frazora is the new CEO of Caesars Entertainment. Calling into question if this was little more than a PR stunt because Gary Lubman remains chairman of the board for the company. Yeah, that's usually a good sign. That, that it's uh, horse shit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. idiots. Wait, what's the, what's the horse shit part? Well, so every, okay, so with my company, every CEO that's left is just gone. They're gone. Um, they have nothing to do with the company. Chairman of the board uh, sticks around usually through CEOs and everybody else, so... The chairman of the but, board has power to influence the company. Yeah. Because but they... I no, I, I agree if you're saying that Gary Loveman is... is He is stepping down. He he will not have his... He will not... They're getting him out. But he's still that the chairman the of the board. Move. Right. Well, it's, it's rather than just having him go away, he's helping with the transition. <laughs> but there's not... He's not going to... There's no leadership role there. So maybe the part that I'm confused by is I've never seen a CEO that's also a chairman on the board. Uh, I've Usually, never seen a guy get leave the company and yet still be in control of it. Well, so so the chairman of the board definitely is not in control. They typically mm -hmm. can sit back and they might lead the board, 
and they might be the one that will make the public announcements when the officers change within the company, right. but they don't have any day-to-day control influence over it. It's just, it's weird right. for me. He's being phased out. It's giving him a place so, without but, him going entirely, but, but Mark Pessora is leading, going to lead whatever is next. But was, next. was he CEO and chairman of the board? Or he yeah. went from, yeah. how the fuck does that happen? I don't know. It's Vegas. I mean, he ran the show, and he he ran the ran, ran the, it into the ground. The ground, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I was a little unclear about what you were saying, but Gary Loveman is he, he is there symbolically, and I'm sure they will take his input. But any credibility, obviously, is is now uh, lost. Well, so, the question is, how long are they going to keep him as chairman of the board? Because right. that's going to be the next. Like, I think it's a transitional thing because we are like, yeah, you tend to listen to the chairman. Well, so my company, you know, you you get removed as CEO, you get hired on as a consultant for 18 months. Um, you don't get chairman of the board, because our chairman of the board has been there forever, and he needs to go soon. It's the same anyway. thing with, uh, with uh, Kirk Akorian. He was the chairman. He's, he's uh, like, uh, he wasn't the, the chairman of the board, but the guy was the primary uh, shareholder of the company, and just kind of sat back by going, no, I love all the ideas you have, but ultimately, I just need to say no, and you don't get it. Well, <laughs> so. yeah, that's different. All right. The Las Vegas Sun confirmed that Alistair isn't just a whiny bitch about the amazing weather we experienced at 360 Vegas Vacation 2 by confirming that June was the hottest June in Vegas history. More than half of the month was blessed with temperatures over 105 degrees, including 18 consecutive days. Over 18 consecutive days of what? The month of June. 18 days out of the month were over 105. Were over 105. They were over 105 consecutive. 100 consecutive 105 days in the month of June. Sorry, I missed the first part of that. Solution: Stay inside the casino. No. Enjoy. Quit whining, Alistair. Quit whining. It's gorgeous. I don't My buddy Mark at Edge Vegas reports that this fall, NBC will have a new show called The Player, set in Vegas, in which wealthy individuals gamble on the star's ability to stop crime from happening. Co-stars Wesley Snipes, with a peculiar accent, and Philip Winchester. The preview doesn't sound bad, sound as bad as the description, but we shall see. It does actually look... It, it actually... I, I would love to destroy this, but it's mildly it amusing. It, it's it mildly sounds amusing. ridiculous. Yeah, it looked actiony, like high-quality action. <laughs> Vegas Chatter is reporting that Whiskey Down Gaming Lounge got rid of three of its six blackjack tables to make room for dueling pianos. Some believe <laughs> this is just a trial run, considering <laughs> the gaming does well in the venue. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> The Boulevard Cocktail Company at Link, as our friend currently uh, shared with us, uh, Vital Vegas, is continuing to struggle and has closed as of July 5th. However, Vital Vegas is reporting that it is only temporary and a new ownership group will assume control. Yeah, we don't know much about it. My friends in the PR department are keeping Mamba. Uh, I guess it's a company from California. Just doing the exact same thing, or are they taking something else? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I hope there's no pianos. <laughs> That's all I'm hoping. We've talked about this. We're not going. We're not going to get into this conversation again. <laughs> they might even. There's a chance they might even manage the same thing. But I know that 
Uh, it was an extreme step for Caesars to step in when it went under the first time right, right. to keep it from closing. So they see that as kind of, that's a central location right in front of that little kind of plaza within the plaza, and they don't want it closed. So it's apparently a, they didn't care if fame closed. But it's just shitty. Like, hmm. They haven't a dick with it. Yeah, haven't done dick. Uh, so, Insert Coins, oh my god, lots of exclusives on this. Insert Coins, the video game bar located on Fremont East has closed suddenly and jarringly. The owner claims the rapidly, ch- now listen to the wording here, rapidly changing economic environment downtown has resulted in financial challenges they cannot currently sustain. Wait, wait, hold on, Scott. Didn't didn't you just report that um, downtown Vegas was actually up 15% in revenues? Uh, yes, the casino revenue, oh, yes. Okay, all right. Right, exactly. I don't promote the uh, restaurants, but anyway. Uh, they pledge to try and return one day. All so, right, Scott. First of all... Give us the deets. That's a load of crap. So it's closed. It's done. So here, like, here's the juicy part. And so at first I thought, well, I'm just going to... You know, crap on them as I do. They failed. Uh, he's trying to put a, a nice face on it. So apparently, the guy that owns this is one of the. He's like one of the. He's not related to the downtown project, right? He's of his course, own thing. Right? This yeah. place was hot as hell for the first couple of years it was open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently, so it gets so juicy because this guy, the business. Uh, was not doing great, and now there's this flurry of openings of restaurants and bars, in many of them in partnership with the downtown project. Right. So here's what I heard. I'm looking over my shoulder. Here's what I heard. So this guy is very vocal uh, in his criticism of how things are going, and when he's talking about the rapidly changing economic environment downtown, it has very much to do with that marching orders have been given that Zappos employees and anyone in the downtown project can only go to businesses that have been opened in partnership with the downtown project. So this guy is trying to be diplomatic, but what I think he's trying to say is I've gotten fucked (laughs) and anyone who's not in the family is going to get fucked further. I I think it's a turning point where I'm not sure the business is it, it's is supported by the you know by the like there's by, more by the cult of Zappos. What's that? By the cult of Zappos? It's not well, the cult of Zappos is interesting because those people don't get paid money. They get like eight dollars an hour. So they are if if these businesses expected to survive on Zappos employees, they're it's like, where's the disposable income? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so where are the bodies coming from? Like, my initial assumption was, how can this guy fail when downtown is booming? And then I realized, two years ago, that's when all the plans were put into place for these restaurants and bars, right? And everything seemed very upbeat, and money was coming in from downtown project. There was all this interest. But along the way, apparently things have been... Things are getting a little shifty. Like, Tony Shea is starting to pull out of some of these projects. He's closing down some of these collaborations. I heard a very interesting story on on KNPR talking about how this guy, there's a guy who's a disgruntled kind of ex-partner who's like, he's screwing everybody. He's, He's pulling out on all these projects he promised to fulfill on, blah, blah, blah. 
it's well worth a listen because you hear this whole different side. So anyway, the long story short, or long story longer is, I think this guy doesn't want to burn any bridges, but I think everybody that knows about the situation sees what he said as being kind of F you. If you think you're exempt from this and you're not in bed with Tony Shea, you're wrong. Like you're you're going to be in trouble, and trouble is coming. So I don't know the growth down there. I think there's a lot of optimism, but I think there's there's a lot of tumultuous stuff to come. That's my two cents on it. See, and that's fascinating to me because that's exactly what I read between the lines, just just from the very vague statements this guy made in 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 the media article. Is that it was very much if you don't fall in line, go fuck yourself. Yep. Yeah. It was it was both kind of a jab at downtown project, but it was also kind of a statement of business is not booming like people think it is. You know, because that place seemed a really good fit right. for Fremont East, and the fact it's not means there's trouble on the horizon. That's disappointing. Can you imagine? You, uh, you and I have had this conversation many a times, Karen, where Fremont East was a frightening thing five years ago. And the idea that, that whatever is being developed starts to fail, how long does it take for it to fall back into that? Yep. Because they're talking about those motels uh, that are fenced off and they had all these big plans, but it's blight and it's not looking any less blighty anytime soon. It's freaky. <laughs> Casinos at 15%. Marketing, what, what? <laughs> And our last prop bet is that Imagine Dragons are the newest artists featured at the Fremont Street Experience. Vital vi- Viva Vision? Jesus Christ, read the fucking Seriously? Words. I've never heard... Viva Vision is what it's I called. I thought it was the Fremont Street Experience. Why do you got to put Viva Vision at the end of it? Viva Vision is is the, the, the show over overhead. It's the Fremont Street Experience, I thought. Okay, people can't see the visual of what you were just doing. They know. No, it is the it is You're the Street experience, but the screen is called Viva Vision. Fine, Imagine Dragons no, are now the that newest you said artist. Because that confusion is because uh, I use Viva Vision as kind of shorthand for the canopy, or you know, the shows on the canopy. So it's good that you said that. I just it's a Fremont Street experience to me. Anyway, what songs are featured? Apparently, it includes uh, Radioactive Demons and Shots, which I'm so glad they didn't put or pick. I bet my life. Oh, I love that song. Oh, no, no, no. no, you didn't. No, you don't. No, you're a liar. You don't. Mad that they didn't put that in there. No. Oh, I don't believe See, you at all. Okay, so the band, the band didn't want it in there. I, there's oh, a reason. Uh, thank God, because it's a shitty fucking yeah. song. Hopefully, even they realize. Like, Ugh, that was a horrible idea. Their their first album was so good. Everything that I've heard, Shots is the first tolerable song off of the second album, and I refuse to listen. I, actually, no, I previewed the whole thing and refused to buy it. I bought the first album just immediately. I still think the, the first second album is nothing but a sucks. fluke. Just brilliant for. I've always uh, that's said what this I'm before. afraid of. I've always said this before. It's very easy to have a first album that's amazing because you have your entire life to write it and to pick all the best songs. To put and then on you it, have I get. X amount of years before you write your your next album. I, yeah. uh, I, I, I I know how much you, you enjoyed that first album. I do fear that Imagine Dragons are a one-album hit and they're just going to die off. Well, no, because I bet my life got a shitload of radio play and Shots is now getting a ton. So 
It might just be us, but I'm sorry. I bet my life is the dumbest fucking song ever. <laughs> And this well, is a girl wait, that, that not the dumbest fucking song ever. Songs, There's worse, but she yeah. likes the words in them. And I'm like, this song sucks. We can't. The words are so sweet. Even this one, she's like, I fucking hate this song. That song is so bad. At least shots. Okay, shots is an example of a, a song that has good words. I bet my life is just dumb. Well, I don't know much about bands and stuff but all i know is it's the first time since i've started working there we have something new to talk about i do have to say that's pretty cool it's it's a a relative new artist i think that is really cool you guys are doing honestly the three songs they picked were probably the best ones they could have so i'm i would love to see that i don't know if we'll be back in vegas by then it just clicked to me that that demons were like, that's when my demons yeah. go. Well, there you go. Now I'm like, oh, I know two of the three songs. I guess I know the third song. You, you know all of them. You've heard and them. And they had a different company do these, the video. It does look pretty cool. It looks yeah, pretty I mean, trippy. they're dramatically different from the other ones that we've done. I will say done, the so. video for Shots, if you've seen it, is so stupid. He's seen it. Because they're on the stratosphere. Come on, it's so dumb. It was adorable. It was very it's organic. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm going to get them on Slotzilla. I'm going to drag your asses up there. I would love to see them on Slotzilla. That would be fun. I'd love to see the one guy on Slotzilla. What, the one that was scared shitless the, the whole time? Hated all of it. That was the only thing amusing about all that. <laughs> the one guy is like, I fucking hate you guys so much. I understand we're an insanely successful rock band, but I fucking hate you guys. Well, and so, so Scott, if you're talking about trying to get Mark and I on that thing, just That's just realize, easy. no. It's boring. It, it's boring as hell. We will do it. We have no issue with it. It's boring as hell. I mean, come on. It's not uh, even a zip, zip line. line to be fair. What about the Superman one? Uh, that, that's the only one I'll do. That's that's the only, yeah, only that's the only way I'll do it. Yeah. So is that boring? Or has We've been on yes. a parasail, and, yes. and I, I desperately wanted to go, can I can I jump from here? Because this <laughs> fucking bores the shit Which out of me. I wouldn't me. let him, but yeah. yeah. Wow. No, it, it's... Well, so... So we've bungee jumped before. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Hold on. We've bungee jumped before, and then we've also done the jump off the stratosphere, which I thought was awesome. Oh, that was fucking stupid and boring and dumb and Exactly. (laughs) Because... The jump off the stratosphere? So lame. So Mark's whole issue with it was it wasn't a true free fall, because you were, like, controlled and everything else, which you wouldn't want a free fall off the stratosphere, because if the wind blows, you're going to go smacking into the building. Uh, However... The place in Macau allows you to bungee jump off of it, and it's the same scenario. you can do that, Macau? Yes. Oh, we're going bungee jumping in Macau. Yes, we are. All right. Remember Idiot Abroad, he ends up doing... Well, well, that's where uh, the little guy, um, uh, Warwick, Warwick Davis, no. actually did the bungee jump off of it. Did he really? Actually, no, I one. think he did the control fall, which I was like... Oh, but still, it's it's going to depend on the wind whether or not I do the bungee or the control fall. Well, but we'll I thought the control that. fall was awesome because it was that a free was fall for like ever, which is really cool. It was not a free fall at all. It's you learn within seconds. Anybody who's ever bungee jumped knows there is this amazing second where you jump and you realize nothing can stop me from falling at this point, and you just go. And the thing about these controlled falls is you'll jump. And that second you're waiting for doesn't happen because that second you realize I'm controlled. This this harness has me in a set in, in a place where I'm safely able to fall. And they do a Which great job. Which for some job. of us is like a oh that's a major relief. They do a for great. You it's like, oh, fuck. They do a great job of releasing you very quickly, very quickly. But if you bungee jump before it, it ruins it. I I feel it ruins it because it was like oh shit. 
Oh, everything's fine. I don't have to worry about this at all. There's no free fall involved. But you're so, you're so funny. It's just sad. Not have you, have you done that yet, Scott? Not weird, Scott. I'm not. Ju- I ain't jumping off shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was horrified watching the video of Imagine Dragons on that thing on the top of the thing. Are you oh, shitting that me? That was so bad. The one stupid thing that supposedly tips you off the side. You're like, seriously? Ooh, you on. and I, I have horrified. done that, and it was like, oh, oh, it's it's one of those things where you ride, and it's like just before it gets to be fun, you stop me. <laughs> oh, oh, this ride God. is fantastic. That's Although weird. I still want to ride extreme, <laughs> they do that swing out. That that I think might be no, fun. I thought the roller coaster was stupid. stupid I can't do that. I can't do the swing out because I'll get sick. Hey. Wow. Luckily you're hot, so I I, I will. Really? I will, I'll, I'll jump off the stratosphere. Not I'll, many people will do that. I'll accept I'm, that with age, your your body is not adapting to the gravity and and the negative g forces. No, the fact I that have. I have motion sickness now that I'm older. Right, yes. Exactly, yes. Can we just just, just Let's say just go that. right to just it? Just say Let's that. Just go right yep. to it. Genetics. Don't, don't ask me to get on a boat. Don't ask me to do anything else. Cause it ain't <laughs> fucking happening. Oh, good lord. All That's right. gonna do it for prop bets. Can we please move on to playing Vegas? Playing Vegas is the portion of the show where we share with you touring acts and artists performing next week in Vegas. We'll start off on Monday. The dive-in movie doubleheader at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan is the fantastic Mr. Fox and the Grand Budapest Hotel. Shows start at 7 p.m. Admission is free for guests staying at the property. Five bucks for everyone else. Tuesday. Rich Little begins a short-term residency at the Laugh Factory at Tropicana through August 23rd. Shows begin at 7 p.m. Dark on Monday and Friday. Tickets start at forty dollars. And if you're under eighty years old, don't bother. You won't recognize the voice. I didn't know he was so alive. I didn't know he was still alive either. <laughs> I used to love him as a kid. Jesus. Wow. I agree. I agree. Wednesday, Bonfire and ACDC Tribute is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Show starts at seven p.m. Tickets start at ten dollars. And on Friday, Offspring is performing at Brooklyn Bowl in the Link Promenade. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at 43 bucks. Earth, Wind... F- Wait, sorry. So, I know. Zooming out there for a second. Wait, what? Pausing for dramatic effect. Hold on. Chicago- Earth, Wind. <laughs> it's Earth, kind Wind. of a subset of the original. And group. Fire. <laughs> Which is funny. It's... The Chicago at the front part is what threw me off. I, agree, I saw the Earth I just yep. kept going, and I'm like, wait, hold on a second. There's something else there. Earth, Wind, and Fire at Chicago? What's yeah, going on? Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be a great band? Chicago and Earth and Wind and Fire. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Copyrighted. Go, go. <laughs> All right. Chicago and Earth, Wind, and Fire are performing at the Axis at Planet Hollywood. Shows start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 70 bucks. And Five Seconds of Summer... Holy crap, they got the boy band. They're performing at Mandalay Bay. Yeah. They're performing at Mandalay Bay. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 50 bucks. They're going to have five seconds of popularity. I, I <laughs> just thought they were like another kind of punk rock band. No? They're boy totally band. a boy band. Yeah. I have no idea what's going I on. I actually like some of their... I mean, they're big pop music we, right now, but they're... I've admitted we have an affinity for pop. I just, I'm just not familiar with them. They're... <laughs> They're, they're alternative in their look, 
compared to most pop bands. Maybe that's what threw me off. Yeah. Do they bathe? Do they bathe? No, they don't. That's that's the probably angle. not. They got the spiky <laughs> hair and the goofy colors and the and they're all strong. They're all Australian. Oh, well, there you go. I got right, that, right. that explains it. Yeah. You, you thought they looked, uh, you know, alternative? No, they're just, yeah. Australian. No, just Australian. That's all. All right. Saturday, Bare Naked Ladies are performing at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan. The show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $66. I would totally go see that. But on top of that, the funny thing is, is the first time we ever saw a topless woman was at the Boulevard Pool, which is not a topless pool. No. <laughs> I don't know why they were beautiful. They were lovely tits. They really were. Well, she was. Yes, she. Yeah, she should be quite proud of. What yeah, she. she had. There was a reason she was showing those off. They were nice. Allison Chains are performing at the Pearl of Palms. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 61 dollars. Not to sidetrack once again, but how much do you love when a band like Allison Chains, who loses their lead singer because of drug overdose or whatever, finds somebody like Journey did, a lead singer that very much represents their lead singer, and they can continue to go on. I didn't know any of that happened, and because I never liked Allison James, so (laughs) sorry. Fair enough. And Theory of a Dead Man (laughs) performing on the First Street stage at Fremont Street Experience. Show starts at 9 p.m. Mission is free. Woohoo! Awesome. So typically those are about 9, 10 p.m. There's your uh, exclusive on that one because they show it after the hourly light show. Well, that makes sense. And the hourly light show at 9 p.m. will be. Imagine Dragons. Except we just talked about it. All right. (laughs) Your coming attractions are up next. Coming attractions. They're attractions. And you know what they do when they're coming. Don't leave that one in. That's great. Coming attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you accent artists outside of the usual res- outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. You can support the show when you shop at Vegas.com and get discount prices on shows, nightclubs, flights, and just about everything Vegas, including a best price guarantee that will alert you if room rates fall below what you paid. Just go to 360VegasPodcast.com, click on one of the banners, and go about your purchase. 360Vegas and Vegas.com. Everything you need to get ready for your next trip to Vegas. So hot. Listen, you plug for me. (laughs) I will frequently plug you if that's what you need me to do. Um, Your voice is very soothing, except when you're mad. But when you're just reading stuff. (laughs) Wait, wait. So so when we met Stuart and his partner, it was so cute. They, They had names, and you were nicknames. You were Mark... It's filthy. I don't remember Whatever what yours was. was. Yours was like Mark. Potty mouth Mark, Mark or yeah, something. something. Like fuck Mark mine, or something. Mine was Karen NPR. <laughs> because apparently I have the voice for NPR. Oh. So I was like, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. And they're like, no, no, no. You're like, no, it is. It is. No, it it is. is. And it's also a compliment that he swears a lot. We love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, it, it, yeah. At the yeah. Karen NPR, I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I picture so, NPR as like old, like, bitties and, not yeah. Anymore. I don't know. I don't Okay. That is a compliment. And so Stuart's gave him. Well, yeah. He has okay. a partner. Let's not judge it. Who is he? No, I'm not judging. I just don't know who he is. Stu. Prop Stu. Where else do you think we got Prop Stu from? <laughs> so he he's British. Does he know he's he, gay? Yeah. Does he know? Uh, I would assume, yes. Okay. When he's deep in a man, you would think. I, or vice versa. <laughs> Yeah, we don't know. I, I don't know which way it goes. Maybe it goes both ways. I don't know. Usually there's a pitcher and a catcher. Maybe they're, they're you know, switch hitters. I don't know. <laughs> they're just looking Maybe at each other going, stop. I'm a catcher. Like, I'm a catcher too. Like, 
Fuck. <laughs> like coin flip? I don't know. <laughs> what do we need to make this happen? Right. Um, exactly. <laughs> Oh, Lord. So first up, we have the Bacon Brothers. They are at the Orleans Saturday and Sunday, August 1st and 2nd. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at 33 bucks. Melissa Etheridge is at the Pearl of Palms. Friday, August 7th, show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $56. Dennis Miller, Orleans, Friday, Saturday, August 7th and 8th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 61 Pitbull is performing at the Access at Planet Hollywood Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, starting September 23rd through October 7th. Shows start at 9 p.m. Tickets start at 50 bucks. I'm not a fan, per se, but I still think that's a huge get for them. That is a huge get for them. I, I have no interest in going, but he's, yeah, yeah, pretty big right now. Motley Crue is having another final tour and will be visiting MGM Grand Sunday, December 27th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $45. Are they handing out Purell as soon as you walk in the door? <laughs> they should. <laughs> Just wondering. <laughs> Little sanitary seats to Beanie put on all shots that. the oh, moment you walk God. in. Just awful. We like your music. We don't like you. Are there still dudes from the original group in that the group? Entire no, the group. entire original That's band the is still there. amazing thing about it. The entire original group. But they break up after every single tour. Every single tour they break up. Wow. Yeah. That's quite a get for wherever that is. Okay, it's Aerosmith with Living Color. Really? I know, right? Interesting. I love that show. Good for it, it's performing <laughs> at the MGM Grand Saturday, August 1. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 60 bucks. Do they have, like, the Fly Girls? All the Wayans will be in attendance. I can, I can see how Aerosmith would like Fly Okay, girls. this isn't in Living snap, Color. Snap, snap, Living <laughs> Color was a band, actually. I know, Come right? On. With one song. Oh, they did the, more than. No. 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 Wrong yeah. man. Don't you dare. Wrong That's man. extreme, and I hate them. <laughs> Extremely. Living Color did, um, oh, shit. Cult of Personality. Yep. That's the only big song they had. Oh, Cult of Personality. Come, 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 who is performing at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan, hosted by Kevin Hart. Oh, shit. I don't get that. Um, Drake's performing like, hey, I'm Kevin Hart. This guy's going to do stuff. Which which means you get a, a comedy show. Oh, you're right. Plus, yeah, I have like a little 10, 15 minute. Yes. Uh, there you go. I got So you. hosting, which means he gets to do stand-up. Right. So the, the ticket price makes more sense because you get a twofer. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. So hosted by Kevin Hart on Sunday, September 6th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 65 bucks. And the How is Kevin Hart going to do that show after his, his uh, brain injury? It's weird. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin Hart didn't have the brain injury. That was Tracy Morgan. Oh, God, God damn it. I fall into the shit. Don't even. Did he really? Did he really? All the time. All the fucking time. I'm like, no, Scott, did you not know this? And he's like, I knew you're an idiot. You just walked right in this. Just boom. It's Route 91 Harvest Festival. Every time, Karen. Every time. Featuring Tim McGraw. Oh, wait, I have to say he, this. Hold on, hold on. I have ahead. to call him out on this. Because if you really think that Kevin Hart and Tracy Morgan are the same person, it's racist. No, it's not right. You're well. You might be racist, 
But you are just been hiding in a closet yeah. the last however no. many years. I, I they promise are you. So different. I promise you, he is as devious as you can possibly fathom. He's he is. Not devious. That's just stupid. What he's not stupid. He's no, that's he's stupid. <laughs> that is stupid. Route 91 Harvest Festival featuring Tim McGraw, Keith Urban, <laughs> and the Lugs will be performing Friday through Sunday, October 2nd through the 4th at the MGM Resorts Village Festival Ground, a.k.a. the land in which they have not developed. <laughs> uh, the show is going to open daily at 2 p.m. Tickets start at $200, but they are three-day passes. We got an empty lot. We should put some country people in there. <laughs> right. They're used They're to it. They're used to the dirt. It's going to be fancier than what they have at home. It is going to be nicer. We got to be careful because we do have some. I know. I, we have a lot of them. The I know, right? I'm Sorry. immediately thinking of people that are sending me beer that I love. <laughs> I don't know if they like that music, but I love you. <laughs> Can't help it. It's just, yeah. yeah. Although Tim McGraw and Keith Urban, they're kind of hot. I'm all right See, with that. See, there you go. I don't know hot, that I paid. I don't know sound, that I'd pay 200 bucks. Sound to... sound dumb when they speak, but hot. I uh, think that event makes money. Well, no, because well, Keith, sure Keith Urban's does. Australian, so he he sounds well, no, adorable. Yeah, we we you and I have agreed that is the third greatest accent on this planet. First two. Well, first one's British. British, hands down. Second? Well, you think Scottish. Yes. I go for South African. Very similar. Oh, fuck this. Right Australian full of four. Because you and I did a little flip with Irish and uh, South African. What, South African? No. See, I I worked in a... Yeah, one of the jobs that I have, I worked with folks that worked in all the countries, and you get them on the phone. And ironically, the folks... I worked with a lot of international countries, but the ones that I couldn't understand were the ones that actually spoke English. (laughs) Because they they talked fast, and they had funny words, and I I just... Yeah, the one time I was talking to somebody from Australia, and I had to ask him three times, I'm like, all right, I'm sorry. I know we're technically speaking the same language. I have no (laughs) idea what you you said, and I've asked you three times, so just slow down. So, yeah. Um, So don't forget that you can uh, find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. And now it's time to check the river. And the river this week, we have some listener feedback. The first one, I think it is fitting that our co-host... Read the first one. Please, Scott. Alrighty. This is uh, Vegas Info and Hilarity from Wise Guy 32 Top-notch info about the goings-on in Vegas with occasional, occasional diversions into bathroom humor. Mark gives an honest and unvarnished look at all things Vegas and the recent introduction of Scott as a rotating, hey, as a rotating <laughs> co-host has re-energized the show. These guys put a ton of effort into the show, and they've created a weekly podcast on my must-listen list. Good job. Two exclamation points. Boom! Yeah. I thought you'd Re-energize like that. Re-energize the show. Yeah. So uh, these, I, I love, wait, hold on. Hold on. I have to call up. These guys put a ton of effort yeah. into the show. This guy. Yeah. This guy right here. <laughs> Only one guy. <laughs> And the second one, Karen, please share it. The second one is titled, I Wish I Would Have Found It Long Ago Gave Us Five Stars by TBQNE. I'm sure T-Bone of some kind. Um, great episodes put out regularly. Mark's Laugh is a great addition to an already funny Aww. podcast. Oh, thank Aww. you. This is the first time ever, I think. Nobody likes your laugh. That's yeah. awesome. Well, at least I do. they don't specifically point I, it out. I like your laugh, yeah. but yeah. Very informational and great guests. 
I, I love feedback, and whether they hate us or love us, obviously I prefer the love, but even the hate. Who doesn't love, love the love? I mean, come on. Yeah. But, uh, well, I just it. like that Mark has clearly figured out a way to make um, fake accounts on iTunes. So that's <laughs> such a di- well. Clearly, you're wise guy thirty two, fucking dick. So. <laughs> They're like, oh, now that Scott's involved, it's re-energized the show. I'm like, oh, oh, so you're saying the show was lacking energy. Go fuck yeah, yourself. Apparently. <laughs> apparently, there was nothing interesting about no, it. No, it's all running oh. out. It's all running out. Oh, Lord. I love you, Scott. Thank you so much for, for being a rotating co-host. And Think of me as the savior of the 360. Oh, now take now, us to the see, outro, you nope. son of a bitch. All right. Now so, you crossed the line. So that's going to do it for episode 173. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. You can also support the show by PayPal. You can also support the show by PayPal donations, buying stuff from our merch store, Zazzle.com's. That's a slash. I pronounce that. No. Damn it. Women are uncomfortable saying the word slash. No, no. It's not it's not slash, it's gash. <laughs> that could start being a thing. It would be like Zazzle.com gash 360. <laughs> nope. Zazzle thing could have more gash. Uh, Zazzle that you like having more gash. Scott, you Let's only wish you had more gash. So Scott. <laughs> oh, oh. Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas or help others find this show. Sorry. By reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360Vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, my God. This is so fun. <laughs> hey, everybody should make sure to listen next week if I'm co-hosting because I got an inside if exclusive I'm on a new gastropub that's opening. Gash, <laughs> gastropub. Gastropub. I love you, Scott. Love you guys. Thanks, as always. Eh, he's all right. Sometimes <laughs> right. together all right. and sometimes apart. <laughs> <laughs> all right, for the rest of you, we'll see you next week probably. Really? Well, wow, you are going really grandiose there, like your final <laughs> thing. For the rest of you, yes. we'll see you later. Well, I gave some love to Scott. You clearly know because I've dicked you, so you, you clearly know how much I okay, love you. Okay, for the record, you don't have to love somebody to dick them. <laughs> but we I both do. know that. There's a whole lot of love in my dicking. <laughs> Is that what you call it? <laughs> it's what I call it. It's not impressive, but it's All what right. it is. I mean, the dicking there's, is there's impressive, a lot of force. but the loving. There's a lot of force <laughs> in here, so I'm going to say. There's no, there's no need for police involvement. The force is is wanted. It is encouraged. Please tell them, Karen. Please tell them. <laughs> the force will go, please. I didn't mean force that way. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Enough dick and pussy jokes? Are we done? I think so. Okay, we'll see you next week. (laughs)